Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jump and Jean Jean, Moon and James Dean, going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the War Room in Cleveland, Ohio, USA. This is the Emperor's Court here on Versa World Productions as Voyeur puts his headphones on because he forgot. That's why I didn't know we were starting. Join Studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Voyeur. Hey, yo. So, Highlander. Yeah. It's good to have you back. It's been a couple weeks since yeah. we saw you. Uh, you skipped out on us last week. Uh, you know what? Funny story. Something you had in common with uh, Voyeur. He skipped out on me last week, too, you son of a bitch. I'll let you know. Out, Friday or I... Saturday, either one will work. Never heard from him. I yeah, I forgot. Didn't hear a damn thing I, from I him. I forgot to message him and let him know. But either I, one I, would I, I at least told you that I was. Yes, you did. That, well, that's right. Weeks. And I almost remembered on our last show when you weren't here. I'm like, where the hell is Highlander? Orlando. Yes. So, <laughs> frag. <laughs> yeah. Now that was. Did you have two conventions back? No, back? no. Just... The the other thing was that was that Mother's Day thing I told you about. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I couldn't get out of that. So. All right. Well, tell us about this convention of yours that you went to. Now, what was it? What was it called? What was the it was point? It's called of it? Oasis. Okay. There's supposed to be some sort of acronymy kind of thing, but basically, it's the Orlando Science Fiction Convention. Pretty okay. much what that is. I, I'm assuming that nobody voting for Worldcon listens to this, so I can just say whatever. I found it highly disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, I show up. And there's, I would say, roughly 300 people that came to that convention. That's For a so weekend sad. convention. That was a 300-person convention that, that featured David Weber as a guest of honor. That which, is... which, if you don't read sci-fi, David Weber, pretty big name. Yeah. if Pretty big, pretty big you know, crossover appeal kind of name. Yeah, I mean, how did... What did they promise him to get him to a 300-person convention? Because, like I'm saying off the air, he doesn't do a lot of conventions. No, I mean, and and, uh, doesn't he live in, like, South Carolina or something like that? North Carolina. North Carolina. I was going to say, because at first I was like, well, maybe he's, like, a local guy. And was like, "Ah, I'll just drive over for the hour. Right, why not? But, no, apparently he he lives, so he got flown in and everything. So I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that they had money to pay their bills because... You know, yeah. for, 40 bucks to get in, you know, do the math. It, you know, it, 
Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good at very, all. Very, very boring. Uh, obviously, being in Orlando, everyone was you know excited about the possibility of having Worldcon in Orlando. So right. It wasn't really a tough sell. The only tough sell was with the old people. And by the old people, I mean like the people that have been going to these conventions for like 40, 50 years. Like, for example, I, I, I met the gentleman who ran the 1959 really? Worldcon. And his wife. Back when sci-fi who, was all about diesel trains. Who, who did all the talking. Yes, yes. Jesus. Deep. <laughs> oh, remember steampunk was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Flash Gordon was the man. Okay. I read this excellent book about typewriters. But they kind of put me through the grill a little bit. There's a, there's a thing at Worldcon well, you called, expected that. called the Fanish Inquisition. And what it is, basically, is if you're bidding for Worldcon, there's like a panel. It's called that. the Fanish Inquisition. And if you're bidding for it, you, you go there, and then basically Thanks, you sir. give, like, a presentation. Yeah. And then you take questions from the audience. Well, they, they kind of put me through their own version of the Fanish Inquisition because they, like, all stood around me. There was, like, six of them at the table. And were just kind of, like, asking me questions and grilling me on stuff. And By the way, Fanish Inquisition, yeah. super clever. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Say, yeah. It's better it took all three seconds to think of that. I'm sure God. it did. Yes. Not just nerds, but old nerds. Old ah. nerds that watched Monty Python. Yeah. What's Worldcon? Oh, I thought we'd been through this. Already. Well, I do like this. Uh, Zan says, dude, if anyone from is voting for, for Worldcon listens to this, you're fucked for other reasons. The show. Not the <laughs> shit you say about the other conventions. Right. <laughs> He's Probably. got a very valid point. Oh, yes. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Um, they didn't like the bid theme, obviously, because they had you know, lived through the you know, darkest parts of the Cold War, so they weren't too thrilled about that. But I didn't really care about that. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> the whole point of it is, you know. We won, so I can we can use it all we want. It right, gives a shit. It's funny now. It's, the, yes, it's supposed to be funny. Right, it's, it's you know, we're or not more. actually bidding communist. I don't even know how you would do that. Bid like, communist. Well, like like if if if, if you were going to actually theme the world, theme the convention around yes. communism, right. I, I don't even know how you would really. I mean, there's. I mean, I I can think of one science fiction movie that came out Soviet Union like 1971 or something like that called Solaris, which is actually pretty good, believe it or not. I would recommend it. It's actually pretty good. Uh, George Clooney did a remake of it a few years ago, but it sucked. Okay. Um, uh, I, I haven't seen it, so I'm just going to roll I mean, with you on it. Then you'd have to start going like less communistic, more like socialism, and then you can probably get some some stuff in there. But still, it's pretty pretty sparse. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. But anyway, the the. The theme we're doing for Worldcon is <laughs> science fiction is bigger than you think. <laughs> and, and the one old lady was like, you should, you should have themed that around your bed. I was like, well, that's a great idea, but how do you, how do you convey that visually, though? I mean, as a, right. as, a, as a theme for your convention, you can have panels and you can have you know, workshops, things like that. But visually, how do you convey that? And it was like, I don't know. I was like, well, I don't know either. But I, I didn't say that out loud because <laughs> right. I didn't want to piss people off. Yeah, no reason to shoot yourself in the foot while you're trying to shoot ourselves in right. the foot. Right. They they also didn't. We, we've been kind of going. We don't use a lot of the hammer and sickle, but we do do a lot of the the fist in the air. Oh, okay. They didn't like that either, and I kind of took a small offense. I'm like that's that's not really that no offensive. That's just more like you know fight the power kind of thing. You know, right. Whatever. But I didn't say that either because I you know didn't want to piss them off. <clears throat> See, I ever. Old lady talk. I'm just thinking of all sorts of horrible things you could have said, and oh, that yeah, would make me laugh, but probably make her very, very mad. <laughs> I, I, that's what my brain does. I got the impression from them. Uh, I, well, there were, there were two impressions that I took from it. One is when they came to see me, they kind of expected some sort of like weirdo, kooky, 
you know, insert the worst stereotype possible. So you they have listened like to that. the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I white robe hood. <laughs> I, I, I think I frustrated them just a little bit. Uh, I don't think they were still enamored with me, but I think I frustrated them a little bit because I was relatively normal. Relatively normal. Uh, the one guy even called me a well-spoken young man. So I was like, okay, well that's that's better. Young man, better wow. than nothing. Well, this guy like this 80? guy. Uh, I'd say seventies. Cane. He had definitely he had a cane hobbling around. You know that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, the other thing that I'm trying to what was the other thing that got taken away? I can't even remember now. It tells you how great the convention was. I don't even remember. <laughs> they, that they. Uh, I can't even remember. I had I had two points. Like and ten I made, seconds. Ago I, I know too. ten seconds. Ago. I made the one point. I can't remember. If I remember it later on, I'll, I'll remember it. But it doesn't sound that important. It doesn't sound that important. The the high point of my convention was I was sitting across from a local author, and I don't remember his name for the life of me. But if you really want to know it, I'll put it up on on the message boards. Uh, the convention was so boring because I basically all I had to do was sit at the table. And as people went by, I kind of like grabbed their attention, like, hey, you ever been to WorldCon before? Come on over. I'll talk to you about it. And just kind of show the literature and talk about it. And, you know, this is why we want it here instead of in, you know, Spokane, Washington. Sure. And it, it got to the point where, you know, it come, you know, Friday afternoon after an hour or two, you've kind of seen everyone already. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's not a huge influx of people going by all the time. Right. So uh, I got to talking with the author who was across from me, like Raymond something or other. He's, he's a local guy. You've, I doubt you've ever heard of him. He's only written two books, and I bought them both from him because he was a nice guy. And it, it dealt with the time period that I'm familiar with and I enjoy, which is like ancient times. Uh, and I actually read them both there at the table. That's so sad. And, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. It's so sad. The one was uh, called Early Retirement, T-Y-R-E, and the premise of Zing. it is... Zing. Zing, exactly. The premise <laughs> of it is this computer programmer from Daytona Beach who gets shot back in time to the city of Tyre. A few years before Alexander the Great, you know, Lace comes through it and, and lays trash and everything. It. So, I mean, I, I won't. I mean, do, do you want me to just tell you the plot of the book, or do you not? Are you going to read it, or yeah, probably no. not. Probably not. Okay. So the premise: he goes back. You know, the, the whole premise of it is he doesn't know anything. The, the reason why the guy wrote it because I, I had a long chance to talk with him because we had plenty of time on our hands. The the premise was that all the. All the books that uh, this guy had read about time travel, about people going back in time to a specific time period, it just seems like it was always convenient that the person that goes back in time happens to go back in time to the exact point in history or the place on the planet where they know the most about or they have relevant you know, skill sets that can help them in that particular time period, like they're a doctor or a nurse or and someone's ill and they're like, ah, oh, let's kill the demons. They're like, no, let's give them penicillin. And then suddenly you're a big giant, you know, right. whatever. So he decided to make it a, a computer programmer and just throw them back in time. So uh, the guy gets sold as a slave to a uh, like a, a wine shop, basically, You'd, like a bar, pretty much. Okay. And he he end, he spends like a year learning the language and everything, and he kind of knows what's going on. And the, the guy is pretty cool too; that owns the shop, and he treats him well for the most part. So he he tries to think, okay, well, obviously I'm I'm stuck here, and you know all my skill sets, you know, mean nothing. You know, I. I I can I can program a computer, but I can't build a computer. I don't know how it works. I, you know, I can't build a, a internal combustion engine. I don't, you know, right. I don't know all that kind of stuff. So he's trying to think. Okay, well, what do I do know that can you know propel he me? Translated into high? that, yeah, yeah. So what he basically does is he invents uh, 
advertising and franchising. Huh. He, okay, that's he, different. What what he does yeah. is he, he he makes this little symbol. It's like a triangle and a circle or whatever, and he starts putting it all over the city. And people are like, what's this symbol about? What's going on? And he had already previously talked to a uh, merchant who goes down to Egypt to get grain and brings it back to Tyre. And he, he told the merchant to paint the symbol on his flag, on his flag, on his uh, sail. So the, the merch, so the merchant comes in with the big giant symbol on it, and everyone's like, holy crap, it's a symbol. Maybe it means something. So they all run to the marketplace, and then the guy goes through this giant like marketing pitch for the grain. So it's like the best grain ever. And he basically goes through every cliche you could think of, like act now, nice. while, act now while supplies last, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he, he, he labels it like Pharaoh's Granary. It's like the, the best grain ever. It's like from the Pharaoh himself. It's, the, you know, it's better than all the other ones. And he, he manages to basically uh, ring out like 10 times the amount of, of money that normally people would spend on, on grain. He, he upcharges it. So Impressive. He starts building it up that way. And then what he does is uh, with the wine shop, he, he purchases his freedom what, is what he does. And then with the wine shop, he starts franchising it. Like he puts, he puts the same wine shop in a different part of the city, and he starts branching out, and he puts them in like different cities all over the, you know, the eastern Mediterranean and everything. Okay. And he has like, uh, like advertising. Like he has like a little symbol that he uses for the shop, and he, he puts it up on the roof and puts like a fire underneath it so you could always see it at night. And he, he invents things like the, the two-for-one special. That's kind of cool. And he gets, uh, he gets uh, priestesses from uh, some cults. that ba- Basically, they're, they're hookers is what they are, but it's you know, institutionalized prostitution. He gets them to be waiters and waitresses to try and build up the sex appeal. Nice. And basically, he's building this giant mercantile empire. And he's, like, he's really rich and everything. And he, he actually figures out how to create a sort of like pseudo computer kind of thing using like little beads and throwing it down like little shoots and having it go to it's very complicated to explain but it he basically invents like a a rudimentary computer like almost almost like a super abacus would be like a better way to describe it okay and he's he's able to like uh figure out all the taxes and the yearly tribute for the persian empire for the year and everything just by you know doing it like that you know it would normally take them like six months he does it in like two days and then the the Carthaginians are trying to steal his computer because you know they're Carthaginians, they're Carthaginians and they're assholes. What are you going to do? Exactly. So then Alexander That's the a Great bullshit rap, by the way. Carthaginians <laughs> really get a bad rap. And in then history. and then Alexander the Great starts showing up. Like you hear him in the background, like like the the Greeks have been united under the under Philip's son, and they they just beat Darius over in Issus and everything. And then he, he comes to he he starts coming to Tyre, and he he's not a history buff, but he he recognizes the name Alexander. Of, of Macedon. And he's like, holy fucking shit. And he's like, shit. holy fucking shit, it's this guy. He's like, I don't remember much, but I remember his empire was like this freaking big. So like, and he, I remember and, I had to protect my ass for some reason. And, and, and he knows that he's going <laughs> to... And he doesn't remember, like, specifically, but he, he remembers that, like, in Egypt, for example, there's a city named Alexandria. So he knows that he's going to come through there, and he remembers that he, he always won every battle he fought, so he knows he's going to defeat Tyre. So he, he convinces the king to like let him be in charge of like defenses and try and build up the defenses of Tyre because he's he's Alexander's still way off in like Greece and Turkey and everything. They don't think he's gonna swoop down and conquer So he doesn't know enough to know that, that Tyre is gonna get sacked at some point. No, he, he he knows it will because he knows that Alexander conquered all the stuff. Okay. But it, it's not specific. He does, the like, great. like like he doesn't remember he remembers he's the great. He remembers that he conquered everything. But he, he does remember, like, the Battle of Tyre, like, specifically how it happened and everything. Damn you, public school system. It, that's pretty much what it was. 
<laughs> pretty much what it was. So he he basically uses his like uh, super abacus computer thing and creates like a, a he manages to to have someone go and steal the plans for one of Alexander's catapults because they they used uh, superior siege engine technology that okay. it compared to everyone else. So they they manage to build it because he's you know, filthy rich at this point, and he uses his super abacus thing as like a trajectory computer to pinpoint exactly where he's going to hit stuff. Oh, okay. So. Long story short, it's the Battle of Too Tyre. Late. He's Alexander's building the mole to you know make his way to, to Tyre and everything, and he he figures out where Alexander's tent is and he shoots the boulder over there, and he thinks he's dead, but it's not. Uh, he kills Hephaestion instead, which if you don't know was Alexander's uh, best friend slash lover, uh, who died many many years later. So automatically he's fucked up the timeline, uh, and Alexander's obviously incredibly pissed, and now is. You know, he's he's offering like a reward of like, you know, 11 billion talents for for his head. But nobody wants to do it because, you know, he's he's amazing. So the the Greeks finally make their way into Tyre and they bust their way through. And Alexander comes out and he sees him and he's like running straight for him. And basically uh, they they use the catapult inside the city like his his friends his whatever and kill Alexander at Tyre. And basically and, and save the city. And then the the end of the book is he's rebuilding his mercantile empire again. Hmm. Meanwhile, he's destroyed history that way all the exactly. way forward because there's no more future because Alexander didn't conquer Tyr. Exactly. And stopped him right there. And and didn't conquer the per- what what and didn't spread hell. Didn't sponsor. No, didn't didn't conquer the Persian empire. Welcome. What happens is Alexander dies. The Greeks freak out. They start retreating. Uh, Darius shows up because the, there's a subplot about him and a, and a girl, because there's always a girl. Right. Uh, the girl runs off to uh, find Darius. Bitch. And, to bring the, and she convinces Darius to bring the army to Tyre. And basically, Darius just kind of sweeps the Greeks back into Greece without the leadership. Of I will say this. It's, it's, an, it's, it's part of the pun. It's a novel idea. It is original. I like that. I mean, it's, there it's, is, it's, it's that. a fun book. It's not too heavy reading. Like you can tell well, they're having a good time. Like it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to read it, you know, I'll, I'll bring it over. You can take it. It's like 330 pages, so it's not, not too big. He's planning on writing a sequel. He's thinking about, uh, he's built this thing up, and then basically he, uh, the people that uh, work for him accidentally find the point where he went through time. So he he thinks that he's gonna he can go back and forth. So he decides to go back to the present. It's like bring back stuff to make his empire even better because he's he's living like a king, right? Tired. Yeah. Why go Instead back to being a, a cubicle monkey when you exactly. can be? Yeah. Exactly. And then the what what he's thinking is that he goes back and uh, obviously the world's completely changed. Uh, Daytona Beach is now a Carthaginian outpost. Huh. Okay. So the the Carthaginians will be the, the big bad guys in the sequel, if he gets around to writing. Of course, because, you know, they've been lambasted throughout history. Unfairly, I might add. And the other one, ironically enough, is called Fire and Bronze, and it's about uh, Dido, the uh, mythical queen of Carthage, the founder. Just the one that left uh, Tyre. Yeah, yeah. Tyre, actually. That's three... For some reason, he loves Tyre. I, I didn't understand that, but... I mean, I know David Drake is what... big on Sumerian mythology. Most of his yeah. books yeah. are... So, I mean, almost all of the series kind of revolve around that, so... It's, that it's one, just... th- that one's a bit more uh, mature reading. John Ringle likes It, it tries to be like and... a novel. Either, I suppose this other one, which is more like kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. Weber likes England. Yeah, I don't get that. He's got a hard on for the English Navy, for the he Royal Navy. He does. And it doesn't matter what series of books he's, he's writing. There it's is a Royal the Navy, and Royal they are Navy. awesome. 
That is, and they're always against vast superior everything. And oh yeah, there's the fat United States off to the side that has just kind of fuck. I don't know. I I've really soured. On, and don't get me wrong, huge David Weber fan. I've really soured on both of the series I follow, which is the Safehold series and the Outer Harrington series. Yeah, um, it's kind of the same book every single time. Well, that's that's why I'm pretty much done with, I think, the Honor Harrington series. I read A Rising Thunder, and I'm just like, oh, holy shit, the exact same formula. Yes. Look at that, the plucky little navy, but they have great weapons, and eh, whatever. I, I don't know. I'll give it one more shot, but I'm kind of in the same spot with Safehold where I, I'm still enjoying the series, but I am definitely getting to that point where I need to see some something new. So book right. six will be kind of the the test for that. I'll be interested to see what he does with the whole Sittermark rebellion and, and all that. So, Oh, I remember the other thing that I was supposed to, the other point that I was going to make. Up. Well, holy shit, you're we've, about to make my day. We've been trying to figure out, because it seems like there's a lot of people are kind of ambivalent toward our bid. They like, they want to like our bid, but they don't want to, but they don't like it. It's kind of strange. Wait, I, they want to be seen liking it? Well, maybe? no, it's, it's not that. If, if you don't live in Washington State, pretty okay. much everyone else does not want Spokane to win the bid. Who the fuck wants to go to Spokane? Spokane. Yeah. yeah, that and plus the people that run the bid are totally incompetent. Everything they there's touch nobody up there, but you know, shit. trees and Canadians. So, I, I don't understand. Okay, there's cross so the border. Two so, bids. There's Orlando and Spokane. Correct. Nobody. Spokane is universally despised pretty, for a multitude of reasons. Pretty much. Yes. Why are they resisting you? You're the because, only other option. Because uh, I, I am an unknown. I see. A- according okay. to according to one of the guys, it's it's not even that they perceive that. We can't run WorldCon. It's that they just don't know, period. They, they don't know us at all. Speaking of conventions, when Copy comes back, we have to figure out what the hell it is she's been cosplaying. They were talking on uh, Casually Hardcore prior to us going on the air. I don't know about cosplaying, something, something or other, and, and she was dressed up. I, I'm not entirely sure who she was dressed up as. She had a white wig on and some kind of collar and nails and all that. I was trying to figure out what the hell it was from. And I asked her, and she didn't tell me, so... When she comes back on camera, we've got to figure that out. And I, you know what? Highlander, a, you'll probably get it right did off. Did she have a, like a red thing on, or was it? It was red. No, no, no. Yeah, there she is. See, I. It uh, looks like someone maybe from uh, Inuyasha, maybe? I don't know. See, I I want to kick myself in the in the ass. I, I, it's like I should know that's, this that's character. That's my first guess, is that it's, it's um, something someone, Inuyasha? From, someone from Inuyasha. No. I could very well be wrong. I mean, it's a very elaborate. It's like one of Mystic Mim's cosplays because Mystic Mim is is quite the costume designer. I know what she did her um, Inuyasha cosplay, her first one with the six foot boomerang she still got in the fucking garage. I do like Copy's outfit; it does uh, show off all the tourist attractions. Well, I, I mean, she's got that's the body to pull it off. Literally, what I was thinking. But she's got the body to pull it off. Most of them don't for an anime character because it, it's true a very difficult body type to have but right you have it's to bother the hell out of me that i don't yeah. know what it is it's not inuasha well i figured it's probably not that's just my first guess i don't know. um nothing else nobody else gonna get, take a shot at this no one's gonna have a guess all the freaking anime fans we've got including the three of us and nobody can figure, I, I i just have a sneaking suspicion that i've seen this before and i should know it and i don't and i don't know why oh well moving on so Voyar, in a somewhat condensed fashion. How was oh, I, I, I wasn't even done yet. Oh shit! Go ahead. Oh, Jesus, tell me. Go. My tell uh, us. my my Japanese class started. Finally. Right. You said you were yeah. taking Japanese for the uh, for yes. college. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a three and a half hour class with a half hour break Monday through Friday, and I can already tell 
that there's at least one or two people in that class that are going to sink badly because it's a summer class, which means it's like intensive. Which means he's just throwing shit at you left and right and left and right. Like, here we go. Here's this. So Mr. Wimps have she had Japanese, yeah. And it's basically sink or swim. I've, I'm, I mean, I've, I've, I've made my little flashcards up and everything, and I'm starting to learn the, the characters and whatnot. But uh, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's, a lot to, it's a lot to take in because it's like 1130 to 230. And then I usually work at night from you know 4 to 11 or whatever. So pretty much my, my days are kind of uh, spoken for. Apparently it's a male character. She's okay. A, okay, so she's transgender. Got it. Uh, fail. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. Why, why, why would a male character be showing the midriff? Um, I don't know, unless don't it's a Yahweh anime, which is probably why I would not know what it I is. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, she's getting too much enjoyment out of this. I, of course, it begs the question, because Mystic Bim has like four or five different costumes that she can wear. And I wonder how many co- copy has. Probably like a dozen. Probably. If you're going to go that that distance to make one that elaborate, you've probably made a bunch. Hmm. But I, I am enjoying the class a lot. It's just, I mean, it's just a lot to be learn. A lot to throw well, at you, uh, man. Um, yeah. In order to like read like a, like in order to be competent and like to like read a newspaper, that seems to be the the litmus test for a language. Like how how long does it take to to read a newspaper? You've got to learn all the hiragana and the katakana, which is 104 syllables, and then you have to learn about 2,000 kanji characters. And that's not all the kanji either. Two thousand. Two thousand. I don't. I mean, I didn't go to that much school or anything, but I'm pretty sure our alphabet only has twenty six letters. It's seems like a superior system. Two thousand kanji characters. You have to memorize. Two thousand kanji characters. Yeah. Jesus. On top of the hiragana and the katakana. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a bitch of a class. Yeah. Why do you think the uh, the two people you mentioned are just going to be utter failures? They they just they have these like wide eyes and like every time they get called on, they're like, "What Me? deer in the headlights? What? Oh shit! Deer in the headlights? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, nice." And like if if you can't even like we've only had like three classes already. If you if you're lost now, you're pretty much fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So basically, just all my spare time, I, I have I have apps on my phone. I have made flashcards up. Just any spare time, I'll just go on there and just start playing around with stuff. Just just to kind of memorizing, yeah. try and be prepared and yeah. keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how many weeks is this again? Uh, the this this class is done in July. Oh, that's not that bad. And then then there's the second intensive class, like the basic two, right? And that goes from July until the start of okay. fall term. So it's basically about two months each. Two months, yeah. This is our first costume. That's better than half the shit I normally see at Otakon. Uh, somebody she, said it was Final Fantasy. She probably bought it. <laughs> it's it's possible. It's not Sephiroth. No, 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 no. no. So Sephiroth, Sephiroth doesn't, doesn't have alfalfa alpha hair, right? Plus, there's no damn sword, and she has black nails on. So I uh, kind of looks like uh, Final Fantasy esque. She says exactly. Well, that doesn't help. Well, yeah, I stopped just, playing just, after ten. Just, just so, tell us. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying are to keep getting, us in suspense? Yes, yeah, so she's getting care. all this attention. I'm sure she likes that. So, hmm, yeah. All right then. So apart from that, so you've been and, busy, is what you're telling working me. Working full time, working yeah. in class and conventions with 300 conventions. whole people, and yeah, the next one I'm going to is uh, July 4th weekend in, Would... in Seattle. Oh, that's gonna Damn. be that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be going into the lion's den on that one. 
Yeah. But it's uh it's one that like you you have to go to. It's called Westercon. Okay. It's like a western version of Worldcon, but it gets like 500 people. It's ridiculous. Wow, they're but really you have blowing to go it up. To it. Uh they're taking the gate must be insane. They're they're it used to be huge, but you know, everyone got old and they were like, "No, science fiction is only books on paper and that's it." And because of that, now they only get 500 fucking people. They they don't they do they not look at the attendance numbers and give a shit or no they they really don't they they prefer like no we are going down with they the just ship. want the three hundred hardcore yes. absolute oh Jesus. yes we been are been here from the start we are we'll the true fans yes as opposed to everyone yes they need to yeah. be kicked in the throat oh no okay it's Kucha from the Final Fantasy Nine no wonder nobody got it because nobody played that goddamn game I barely remember that. I look I remember that I bought it played it for about half an hour I, and said this. Blows. I I I never beat it, but I got pretty far into it. But so I, don't, I, don't, I think Kuj, he was the main bad guy, was he? I have no clue. I, I didn't think? get far enough to care. I did okay. not. Oh, okay. I finished nice. eight. Fair and I hated doing that. I finished ten, Fair and that was okay. Enough. And then after that, it's just been Mia. Yeah, yeah think, they've uh, with Westergon. There's starting to be rumblings about uh, like actually shutting it down. It's, it's really well, five hundred people. Well, you have to you have to bid for it too, just like Worldcon. It's ridiculous. You have to bid for. The right to host Westercon in your western city. So who who the hell cares about a traveling yeah, convention of a couple hundred people? Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. No, no. Like, I can get kind of the Oasis one if there's only 300 people, but it's always in the same place, and they always know what's going on. It's the same thing Yeah, I mean, year, if, if that's know. what you want to run, that's it, fine. If that's your but, convention. But, I mean, a traveling convention yeah. that you have to actually... Well, holy shit, I'd really love to run your 500-person convention. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking blast and not a total waste of my time. Exactly. So, it, it, I don't know. It just it, it's every time you come back and you have one of these stories about some idiot convention nose diving. I just it's don't just, under, I just don't understand the mentality of all these people. It doesn't seem like it'd be that tough to fix. You know, it, I mean, it's, well, it's it's not. You it, at least pe- in concept. People know. Yeah, know? I mean there, there are there are tons of people that say, you know, this is what we need to do. The problem is that the people who vote for Worldcon so are all entrenched. That it's never going to make a damn bit of 60, difference. 60, 70 years yeah. old. That's why it, some people have said, literally, we're going to have to wait until a lot of people die. And that's what we've yeah. said. We've had this conversation, and too. And when we've had our, our, you know, at, when we go to Applebee's or whatever after the show, and I've said the same thing. You know what? Look, you may just have to wait 10 years down the road until cancer has done your work for you, and or Alzheimer's, or both, and then go ahead and try. And it, 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 It's almost... It's almost better if you were to simply start from scratch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And just build one from the ground up on your sure. own. Because then you'll have to deal with, with the, in, you in know, fact, the entrenched... Uh, perfect perfect example of what you're talking about. There's a convention in the Northeast in Massachusetts called Boscone. It's been around forever. I was going to guess Northercon, they but used okay. To, they, no, actually, the, the one you think is uh, NorEastCon. Oh, when when WorldCon okay, yeah. is up there, they call it NorEastCon. Okay. But anyway, uh, Boscone is one of those that's been around 11 billion years, and it's all old people. And uh, they started getting really, really big. They started getting like three, 4,000 people. But a lot of them were younger kids, and they didn't like the younger kids there. So they, <laughs> they purposefully... Get off my convention that floor! Is, that's pretty much what happened. Like, there were kids running around. They're like, we can't handle this. So oh, they went to like God. a really small hotel, and they put an attendance cap on it. And now it's like a five, 600-person convention. So the people that got kicked out, they're like, well, fuck you. They went and formed their own convention called Aresia. And that one gets like four or five thousand people, which is you know right. Decent. Well, a decent, that's that's, that, that's a decent for a convention. Size. That's right. a decent yeah, size. Yeah, that's not bad. But I mean, that's it's it's just an example of you know the the mentality of these people. Hmm. That's it. 
Yeah, whatever. I I, I'll yeah. never understand that mentality. If yeah. they want to have their tiny little sandbox and play in it. And I think, it's, I think that's really what it comes down to is they have a little bit of power that somebody else wants, and they're going to lord it over as many people as they can as long as they can. Yeah, well, it's going to be fun watching them lord it over the last 20 in five years when the rest of them have died. But that's fine. They will yeah. have had this, the, the... They, they will, will have the true it, fans. Yeah, it, 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 it is such amazing. Sad, they will have the satisfaction of having started or right. been with it all these years and knowing that they themselves were able to prevent anybody from changing it around. Yeah, right. it, it amazes me, though, how... First off, I don't understand that mentality at all. I, I just really I don't, don't get it. I don't either. I know you guys don't either. But I, it's amazing how many people you run into, not just in the con world, but all over the place, that have that, this is my sandbox, and I want it this way. But yeah. we could make it better. We just need a couple changes. Fuck you and your changes! There's a, there's a term. It's called founder syndrome. Founder syndrome. Yeah. It's when sense. it's when someone creates something, and then other people come in later and want to change things. They're like, no, I created it. No, right. this is mine. Huh. Man, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it's 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 the challenge of it. I just want to personally, it's I'm, I'm living for that point where we we win the bid, and then we give our presentation of what we're actually going to do, and just seeing like the the rending of the clothes and the gnashing of teeth. Just so walk up to the podium. To do. Just walk up to the podium, drop trial, and put your nuts on it, and just be like, "Yeah, this is happening." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all won. You, yeah. you, can, you can bitch all you. And that, they've, they've said, I've I've said that to him too. Was like, look, we just have to. You know, bite our tongue, get through this, because once we win, we can do whatever the fuck we want, because we won. Right. And they can bitch all they want, but it's not going to matter, because we won. Ha ha. Yeah, just nuts on the table, laugh at them, and then walk away. <laughs> Don't even give them a presentation, just like, here, this is what's happening. Boom. Just a bunch of assholes. I... Like I said, I, I don't get people like Trust that. Trust me, there, so. there are other organizations where that exact thing... Oh, yeah. Really... All the Gotta time. be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, starting to get past the the, uh, the the fourth wall into things that people should know about. I mean, it, it's amazing. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, it's amazing how many fields of human endeavor see yeah. that exact yeah. same mentality. You know, I'd rather have a hundred percent of nothing than thirty percent of something a successful. Lot, you yeah. know, or yeah. something like that. You know. Well, and that's and that's what kind of gets me is that people would rather be in charge of something they can call their own that may not be the biggest success rather than simply trying to be a part of something that could be a great success. Something you can point to and say, I, didn't, I, you know, I helped build that. I was at the ground floor of this when there's 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people, right. 100,000 listeners, whatever the case would be, whatever your pet project is. And that's what really bugs me about Worldcon, is that it has the potential to be so much more. Oh, absolutely. To oh, yeah. compete, I, I, I mean, with a Dragon Con, if yeah. done right. And look, even if you get sure. your way this time, Howler, it's going to take years. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. To yeah, fix. Yeah, absolutely. And, years. you know, even you know, the... I don't think it would ever get to the size of Dragon Con, only because it moves around every year. Now, if, if we were to put it in one spot and let it grow, it, it probably would you know, make it bigger. But maybe. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, Worldcon, it has this ultimate pedigreed history, and I'm sure that's what they think they're trying to protect. Or yes, that's but, exactly what But to, to an extent, it, it actually does have, and it should have, that name recognition. It should be that premier event. It used to be. It could be again. Right, yeah. You know, and actually, um, what was it, six months ago, we were talking, you were talking about how you guys would like to see it still move, but only from, like, a couple locations. Right, and, yeah. You know, like a, a consistent, regular yes. rotation, not yeah. just some random bullshit. Uh-huh. I thought that was a great idea. I mean, you you. There are ways to make it work. There are. You know, I, I the, think anyways. The, uh, the argument against that that I hear is that uh, it would be, unf- like, if you put it in one place. Like, say we put it in Cleveland. There's whatever reason. 
and it's in Cleveland forever. Uh, obviously, the folks around Cleveland and in the within driving distance would love it. That's great. But you're also now dicking over the fans that live in you know Florida or California or the United Kingdom or Japan or you know, right, whatever. Right. Well, two responses to that. A, you know, that's what I liked about your kind of planned rotation idea, right. where uh-huh. there were like three, four, maybe five cities, and it constantly rotated through them or whatever. Uh-huh. And B, once you win the boat, I go back to nuts on the podium. I won. Eat it. We're doing things my way. Ha, 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 ha. Well, you can't do that. <laughs> That's not condescending at all. You just win no. the right to run world kind. I mean, uh, you, you, if you want, you have to put forward a proposal to change the Constitution. Listen, then, you put your nuts on the table. It's hard to join the, the world con organization and vote for whatever you want. All right. Perfect. That's one vote. I'll uh, put you on the uh, mark protection. That's like the highest uh, mark protection committee. Ah, yes. They're the ones that just make, like, if someone else uses Worldcon, they, you know, sue them and everything like that. Perfect. But uh, whoever wins the Worldcon, that organization, that committee, puts one person on that Uber committee, so to speak. Ah, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, I mean, I don't really care who gives a shit on there. So if you want to go on there, you know, just just let me know. Um. Super excited. Okay. Can't <laughs> fucking wait. Yes. Oh, my God. My lifelong dream is about to be achieved. I'll get to hang out with 70-year-olds and whine and bitch about those kids and their trademark yeah. violations. I was, I was thinking by maybe pulling like a Caligula thing and like uh, pointing a horse on there or some sort of animal. That'd be entertaining. Maybe like a penguin. I don't know. That'd be funny. Just get a ferret. Make yes. them take it to all the meetings. Oh, wow. So my my guinea pig. Uh, not much. Just work the usual. Uh, the whole hard drive fiasco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up I, was, here. I figured you'd get into that if I didn't. So yeah. I, well, uh, actually, you want to take that one since it's well. Okay. Uh, basically, what happened was, uh, as I've been uh, tweeting out and putting on Facebook, is that the Whopper, the Whopper three, unfortunately, over the Memorial Day weekend, took a turn for the worse. Um, very sad. Yeah, it was getting sick and ended up. Uh, Dying as it, it happened. Uh, poor Voyeur here actually spent. Was it? It was Monday that we came over, right? Tuesday. 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 No, Tuesday. Monday. 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 Yeah, Monday. Memorial Day. Spent hours trying to get the damn thing fixed, trying to figure out a workaround so we could at least get the information off of it because I have an external drive. Uh-huh. But we couldn't figure it out. There was no way we could get anything off the hard drive. It just kept on crashing. Now it's not software; it's hardware. Yeah, and that's just it. And that's the interesting yeah. part. And Voyeur had a very good theory, which I didn't it, it not considered. Uh, power supply? No, 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 no. Hard what drive. If, the hard drive may have had a cascading failure, meaning one thing led to another, just kind of got progressively worse. Right. Maybe that <laughs> is what has been affecting us from connecting to Sam Encoder. Because uh, remember, okay. when the Whopper was built, for the first several months we had it, we never had a problem. Right, right. And it wasn't just that that was being an issue, but constant restarting, stopping, freezing. So now I wonder if that wasn't the case. Well, I don't, you know, I the, the Sam problem, who knows? It's just a theory. But, yeah. I mean, all of the other problems he's been having with the Whopper, it's very much possible, in my opinion, and which is really all I need, um, that it, it was a small problem that's been getting progressively worse. Because once we, when I was here and I spent some time trying to figure out what was going on, you know, it, it wouldn't load with just the hard drive. So we actually, I loaded Windows onto the solid state and used that as the new default drive, basically, mm-hmm. the new main drive. Right. Um, booted up into there and then tried to access the other hard drive as a secondary. Everything's there. But it's definitely a hardware problem because you'd like uh, say there's a file called music. I would open the file called music the first time it would freeze and it wouldn't let me in. Second time I tried to open it, I get in, but I couldn't open anything in it. Hmm. Third time, maybe I'd open a file. It would start and then it freeze. Fourth time, couldn't get in anymore. Um, So it's definitely a hardware problem. Um, So we did pull the drive. Uh, Luckily, Western. Oh, actually, yeah. 
forgot about that. We got well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Western Digital. We got the Western Digital Caviar Black. Is the drive we use? Whoa, yes. Uh, caviar Black means it's fancy. It is, and it is indeed fancy. Uh, nah, it's decent. Um, no, I'm sorry. Based on my agreement, I have to tell you that it's awesome. Their customer service is awesome because they did me a favor <laughs> that I will soon tell you about. Um, but it does have a five year warranty on it, which is very nice. So you know, it, replacement of the drive is covered. Well, the problem is data recovery is not. Right, because replacement yeah. drive doesn't help us. All the shows are on there, all my music, all my pictures, right. all that shit right. is on there. So I'm talking to this girl on the, uh, I think she was Mexican, I don't know, Mexican or Indian, one of the two call center countries. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Um, Spinrite? Could have been Filipino. Evan Crew, have you run Spinrite on that drive? Uh, nope, don't even know what it is. I have never heard of that either. Don't know that one. All right, continue. Continue. Um, yeah, but anyway, so talking to her, and she's like, well, we don't do data recovery or, you know, in whatever fuzzy little foreigner accent she was using. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, that's your responsibility. You have to take it to a third party. And I'm like, listen, let me talk to a supervisor because, no, you know, the drive was fine. We bought it from you, and now it's broken. This seems like it should be your responsibility to take care of. So she put me on with this guy after like a two or three minute hold, which I thought was relatively quick to get a supervisor. You know, put me on with this guy. Great guy. Name Ricardo. He actually, uh, <laughs> when I was talking to him, he's like, well, you know, what's so important on the drive? I'm like, well, listen, you know, I'm I'm a co-host on this radio show. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm like, yeah, radio. big deal. <laughs> we need this fixed, homie. Um, but anyway, so he has all the show info because I gave it to him. So hopefully Ricardo is listening. Enjoy, you know. Awesome job. He really hooked us up because basically they made an exception for us where they're taking care of the data recovery now. Um, so I had to do like a waiver. You know, they're not responsible if it's totally fucked. Yeah, you know, it already but, is totally fucked. So really. Right. But if the data is actually bad and it's not just a hardware problem like I think it is, then, you know, they're not liable for it. But they're going to take care of the data recovery for us absolutely free and then put it on a brand new drive and send us a brand new hard drive. Now that's um, fantastic. So yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're being really awesome about it. So you even know, Asus only repaired the exact same. Right. You know, they didn't send us uh, a new card one. and send it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Western Digital is doing the data recovery for free, which they don't ever do. And technically, actually, in their warranty five print, they're not responsible for. Wow. So they're hooking us up. This guy Ricardo was awesome the entire time. Um, so I, I guess a ringing endorsement of Western Digital's customer service. Cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, they're gonna. Copy everything they can off there, put it on a new drive, and send it back to us. So Keep all of that's going to be free. Hopefully, everything will work out great. But so far, they've been awesome. So, guys, if you're looking at hard drives, Western, Western Digital. Digital. And thanks, Ricardo. Yeah. If Ricardo actually, was awesome. He was funny, too. If he's actually listening to the show, which I'm yeah. sure he's, yeah, I'll listen to it. Yeah, he's yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. But nope. you know what? On that 1% chance he's listening, I just wanted to say he did an awesome job. He did us a solid, and he was a really cool guy. And there's so. your plug in front of a few hundred thousand people. So there you go. Boom. But yeah, so that was that Boom. was kind of live. My, <laughs> yeah, yeah my uh, my big story. My, of the my week radio was. show needs this. <laughs> right? Oh, radio. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. Well, like I didn't. What I didn't even. Anyone? Right. Yeah. Hondo, Barry, Western Digital sponsors Vampire Court for three quarters of the show, right up to the quickening. Uh, it's fine. We may have to run a disclaimer before that, although we do run one to begin the show, so I think that should cover everything. But hmm. anything else that happened during the week? Um, Two weeks, actually, since you stiffed me on the last show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, not much, just work that and then uh, sins and actually I got back into uh, Civilization Five because it was Did on you? sale last week. I like saw a lot of people pick seven dollars. Yep, yep, yeah. So I it's picked got it a lot up. of DLCs too. I've noticed. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna buy those. But I wouldn't either. You know, for seven bucks I'll pick up Civ Five. It was fun. I always enjoyed the Civ games. But I was playing and um, I set up this giant marathon game where I'm America. America, you know, for Sim City or Sim? no for Civilization Five. Oh, Civilization yeah. Five. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm playing that in this marathon game. Oh my god, it takes forever. But I've started it. I'm gonna finish it, and I'm so ungodly powerful now uh-huh. that it's just fun for me. But like, um, starting in about the early eight, like up until probably the 1700s, like I was friends with some people. I would declared war. I'd been fighting. You know, just the normal civilization shit. I'm right, building up right. and I'm getting stronger. But like. Starting in the 1800s, I was, I don't know, 200 years in technology ahead of everyone else. You know, and I'm playing on, like, level 7 out of 10, so okay. I still got it. But um, I'm, like, 200 years in tech ahead of these guys. They've got, like, armored swordsmen, and I've got marines, you know? And they're like, <laughs> I declare war! And I'm like, okay, let's do this! You know, and I'll send, like, three guys and win. Uh-huh. Um, but it's weird because all of a sudden, everybody is, like, denouncing me, and they're all like, oh, we think you're a warmonger. Because... Like, China declared war on me or some shit, and I got angry, and I was strong enough at that point. I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck you, then. You die. Not just the usual, I'll take a city, you'll sue for peace, we're uh-huh. done. No, I annihilated them. Wow. I mean, and didn't just take their cities, I raised their cities, and apparently that pissed everyone off. So, like, the entire world's like, you're kind of an asshole. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> so, they denounced me, I denounced them back, I canceled all my trade agreements, and they all declared war. So, right now, it's, so it's me versus, versus the world. world. Well, that's the fun part, because I have aircraft carriers, and they have sailing ships. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. And Look at those flying things. <laughs> like, by the, time, by the time the rest of the countries got together, like, I, I think that I started with, like, t- 12 civilizations. Uh-huh. Well, I've killed three of them by the time the rest declared war on me, and I have an entire continent to myself. And I've got, like, I don't know, 40 cities on it, 50 cities on wow. it. So I'm bigger than all of them combined. It's kind of like the final countdown. Yeah, they just see that movie? Fucked. No. You uh-huh. Really? You know, I haven't. Have seen you ever it. seen it? The Final oh, Countdown? Oh, parts of it. I know, I know about it, though. Yeah, basically, uh, real quick premise is some giant warp thing happens, this big thing out in the middle of the sea, and they take the USS Nimitz. They take it back to December the 6th or December Midway. the 5th. Netflix no, 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 keeps no, no, trying it's to make me watch Pearl Harbor. It. Yeah, it's Pearl Harbor? December I, I, yeah, the 5th, 1941. Two days before Pearl Harbor, and they realized because one of the guys on there, much like you were referring Highlander uh, earlier about you know a person going back in time who just happens to have all the knowledge, right. is writing a book on the, the attack of Pearl Harbor. Of course. And he happens to know everything that's going to happen minute by minute, hour by hour, nice. where all the ships are, all their locations, everything. So then the debate becomes, do we allow this to happen, the Japanese to bomb Pearl Harbor, or do we say, fuck it, we sink the Japanese Navy and we keep going to Japan, we drop a nuke on Tokyo? There you go. And uh, who is it? It's Kirk Douglas, the captain of the Enterprise, or the captain of the Nimitz. Um, well, there's another movie that has, make it so. <laughs> there's another. Well, there's another movie that has the captain of the Enterprise, and oh, that's um, that's um, Top Gun. Never mind. I'm getting confused. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's Kirk Douglas, the captain of the Nimitz, and then it's Martin Sheen. Yeah, a very very young Martin Sheen who's in there, who's like this other guy. I don't always like CIA or whatever. He just happens to be on the ship. Anyways, at the end, they said, fuck it. Let's go sink the Japanese Navy. And they launched the, like, flush the deck. Everything goes out. Nice. The AWACS, the tankers, everything. There's, like, guys holding out of a window with a gun. No, it's, everything goes out. Right. And just as they go to sink the Japanese Navy, the warp thing appears, and they get sucked back in time. They go back to the present. Huh. So, That's kind of weird. That would have been a great idea. Because they decide, well, you know, we're, we're sworn to do what the President of the United States says. 
if FDR tells us to go you know, drop a nuke on Japan, we're going to do it. But we're not going to let Pearl Harbor get bombed. We're going to sink the Navy first. Nice. So I like it. And they have a... In the movie, the only action was these two Zeros are flying by because they're doing a scouting mission, and they have two Tomcats kind of <laughs> blown by. And they're just kind of toying with them until they start shooting at them. Like, you know, they're actually shooting at it, so they splash both of the uh, Zeros, and they just keep on going. So Nice. It was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Was, you know, Is I that what you premise. would have done? Or would you have stayed out of history's way? Uh, I would have done both. I would have let the Japanese bombed, but when they flew back, their carriers would not have been there. Oh, okay. That way, the United States enters into the war... And the Japanese Navy is crippled. So the United States has all the time in the world to build up their fleet. And, uh, I mean, just sail the, the Nimitz and the battle group around and sure. just blowing it. Like, while the, the Americans are built of that time are building their fleet, yeah. you're just sailing around bombing shit. And sure. You head for a ball. Up. You head for truck. I mean, if you sink all six Japanese fleet carriers, that's pretty much it. They've gotten some that's battleships, game, yeah. but, you know, they're big ones. Yamada Musashi, they don't go to sea until 42 and 43. Uh-huh. So by that time... I mean, you're launching planes a thousand miles from Tokyo, and you're, you know, doing. You've got. They don't have smart bombs at the time, but still precision ordnance. You're still going to blow the shit out of something, right? Right. So, but that's what I would have done: is let the Japanese bomb. The United States enters the war. While they're doing that, I fly, I, you know, fly over, destroy the carriers. Now you have three hundred some Japanese planes with nowhere to go. They've got no carrier power, and eat you know, it. Jap, you know, Japan's industry can't replace those kind of losses. They they couldn't. That's why they lost. So you know. Okay. Cool story, bro. Thanks. Anyways, as for my week, other than the Whopper dying, uh, Minerva has finally come home. I picked her up on Friday. Well, that's that's what you chose? Yes. Wise choice. So, uh, yeah, Mystic Mim brought her down here, actually, while, while you were giving your dissertation on the convention. I saw but, it. Yes. So when you guys go upstairs, or Revaria, when you go outside to smoke, be very careful, because she's running all over the place. Don't let her out. Got it. She's uh, getting into everything. But yeah, she's, she ran away from me as soon as I came through the door. Really? No. Oh, yeah. She has snuggled with pretty much everybody else who's come through the door, so that should tell you something. My pit bull didn't like you, and my cat doesn't like you. Yeah, what are you going to do? I relish well, their they fear. they say animals can tell these things about they people. Can, they can, yes. Tell the yes, yes, they can. So. Yes. I was, uh, was going to say something about that. But, uh, <laughs> I figured I'd rather let you, you do that. So there's, uh, I've been trying to get the cat uh, into, you know, broken into the house, and she's running everywhere. She's came potty trained, which is nice. Umar says, Minerva, yay, kitty, now she needs a royal title. Well, I figured you guys would actually put I that thought, together. I thought we had that. We event. had one, but I don't remember who it is that, that wrote the whole thing out, and I didn't write uh, it down. Xavierson. Okay. And who I don't think is here tonight. It was awesome. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, he's not here. So, so there was that. Uh, I actually partook in Scrub Puppy's uh, tribute. I had some of that sweet tea vodka. Did you really? I, I had a shot of it because it was sitting there. and You wild man. My... <laughs> I gotta tell you, my hands hurt so bad. I, I'm like, I gotta try something. What the hell? So we'll try alcohol. Self medication. A little it's liquid aspirin. Yeah, and then I realized this is why I don't drink because it tasted like really bad cough syrup. Burned all the way down. Burned. Sure, you haven't. Like, uh, oh. You haven't built up a tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then I tried the one last remaining Miller Lite in the house, and like this tastes like ass. Wow, you must have been bouncing off the walls. One beer and a shot. Well, I didn't Holy actually shit. finish the beer. You didn't finish the beer. No, I got about a third of the way, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? This Tastes like shit, so I poured it, it out and threw it away. Miller Lite, yeah, yeah. It's, of course, it tastes like shit, yeah. but yeah. it's also ten dollars. You got to find See, some like micro brews and stuff. That yeah. Be, yeah, if it, you're gonna get it, being the yeah. um, liquid snob that you are with and root beer am. and all other drinks, yes. you've got to go for like some, some sort high of high end, like, high uh, end, like 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 some flavored beer is what you right. really need. Yeah, actually, uh, German beer. It's uh, called Bach. 
Hogarden, no. actually. Hogarden? I don't know that one. A very oh. light. Fantastic name, by the way. Uh, yes. Very light. It's got a somewhat citru- citrusy taste to okay. it. It's excellent. Uh, this comes from the, from the person who told me that Christmas Ale tasted great. Christmas Ale, Christmas Ale A does taste great. No, and it does B not. B has the yeah. alcohol content of just awesome. <laughs> I, I, the first time I drank Christmas Ale, no one told me it was like twice as powerful as normal beer, so I downed a sixer. And we'll get you like some Boone's Farm or some, over. you know. Some real classy stuff. We got to do is we got to find Boone's something farm, that I cannot Arbor taste Mist, the alcohol. You know, some that real, is real, you know. uh, and something you can't taste the alcohol. That's uh, called girl drinks. Yeah, that's that's. If it's in you, you would the, probably like a mudslide because you don't taste it in, in a mudslide. If mud it's slide. a mudslide, Pearl is, Harbor. I don't like chocolate. A Pearl Harbor. A Pearl Harbor. What's a Pearl Harbor? Uh, two shots Midori, two shots vodka, and a ounce and a half of pineapple juice. Basically, it doesn't taste like alcohol because you never hear nice. You know, never now, see, see it coming. If, exactly. <laughs> that's why it's called a Pearl Harbor because right. you drink it and all of a sudden you're on your ass and you have no idea what happened. But no, uh, it, it actually tastes like somewhat pineapple flavored uh-huh. water if it's made right. It's not made with Malibu? Mm, no. Okay. I, I, so. I understand the Midori because you have to have you know something Japanese in there. but Naturally. Yes. But yeah, it'll... But if, if it's pineapple, I thought you'd, you'd use uh, Malibu. I mean, it's got a... You know, I guess it does have a little kick to it, but no, nah, it's good. Good times? Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I got thrown out of a bar because of that drink. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of stories right there. there we oh, go. yeah. Uh, let's see what else went on this week. That uh, I, I mean... I was in and out of work. My hands were actually real bad the last week and a half. I mean, real bad. So I wouldn't like dessert drinks. Okay. Well, I don't know. You, you probably would. You know, Hondo says, Amp, try rum and coke. Very weak rum. Well, you know what? And that's actually something I've been talking to. Or like uh, uh, vodka sour. You'd probably like that. But the, specifically the rum and coke is actually what I've been talking to uh, uh, Baron about and a couple of my buddies at work and trying to figure out what the good mix is between what kind of rum should I get versus, I mean, obviously Coke, but what the ratio should be and, you know, specifically what kind of rum. Right. Spiced, diluted. Is there a particular brand? I, I know spiced. nothing about Well, and I've been told... Three to four fingers of rum with a splash of Coke is really my preferred <laughs> blend. <laughs> so it's uh, Coke and rum, I see. Yeah. Uh, but I've been told that actually spiced rum does not go well with Coke. So there are all sorts of things that technically don't go well with Coke that I've used with Coke and it'll do the job. Do they sell Surly beer in Ohio? I've never heard of it. So it's a regional microbrew. Well, then probably not. No. Probably. I mean, if I asked you, do you drink Great Lakes Brewery? You've probably never heard of it. I mean, around here, it's, you know, this close to, you know, manna from the gods. But indeed it is. Let's listen to these guys talk. I found some great vodka for my uh, party I'm going to throw at Worldcon. Oh, yeah? It's called Hammer and Sickle. There you go. <laughs> it has the Hammer and Sickle. Like, that's amazing. I'll take five. That's please. awesome. Yeah. I don't even know if it's any good, but it's it's Russian vodka. I, uh, the probably absolute shittiest alcohol I ever drank. Smirnoff? Uh, no. Worse. Oh, this comes in a plastic bottle. It's it's that's high class. Um, is it the... It starts with a K, like Kopoff or Kamchatka. something? Kamchatka. Kamchatka? Oh, I know what you're talking about. shit awful vodka. Wow. It is so bad, but... I think my first year in college, I was broke and shit, and I was like, eh, let's get drunk, and we went and got that, and it's like, it's like $3 for a gallon. It's fucking appalling. Wow. It's so wow. fucking awful. I'm blind. Oh, yeah. The next day, you just want to die, and not because of the alcohol, because I'm pretty sure it's made with, like, arsenic or something. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. <laughs> but if you want to get drunk on a budget, that's really the way to go. Oh, man. So, yeah, yeah. No, Other than that, I mean, work was pretty, you know, heavy hitting. Um, 
the cat was a big deal. Being able to bring her home, that was kind of cool. On, on sure. The problem so, is, so who who potty trained the cat? Apparently, her mother did. Uh, I guess they trained all five of the cats right from birth to use the and, litter. And they are who again? I'm sorry. The where where did you get the cat from? Uh, a friend of mine at work. Her boyfriend. Follow me. Okay. Her boyfriend's mother right. and her friend. Right. I guess found these litter of five cats. The, it was I think it was their cat. Got impregnated another cat. So they brought that cat in. It had the five uh, kittens. They raised them. They let the. They kept them in the house. They had a big cage for them, and they uh-huh. ran around. Okay. Uh, that's actually where this, some of the video came from. Uh, that's on the our Facebook. And uh, she, the mother, weaned them to about two pounds. Uh, that plus they eat uh, dry food and all that. And they were taught to use the litter box. Okay. And they saw the mother doing it, and then they did it. And so she's, uh, gotcha. for the most part, potty trained. They took her to the APL, where they on Wednesday spayed, neutered her, gave her shots, dewormed her, etc. And then on Friday and Saturday, they had a special on kittens this this week at the uh, APL in Cleveland for $10. You got all of that, plus they gave you a bag of food, they gave you a cat care, they gave you 30 days of medical care if she needs a vet for whatever reason. Uh-huh. You know, <clears throat> They do all the testing for leukemia and what have you. So it was a, a lot for the $10, and I thought, well, geez, I kind of feel bad, but thanks, here's your 10 bucks. The only part of the, the problem is it's in the ass end of Ohio. It's in like old historic Tremont. Which oh, means okay. in like Shootout City, USA, where there are more sinkholes and chuck holes, you know, per square mile than drug dealers, and that says something. It is an absolute horrible uh, uh, drive down there to and from, trying to get out of there to head home. I, I felt bad for the cat because she's sitting in this this cardboard cat carrier. She can't see anything. She's in a car with a person she doesn't know, and she's being rattled around. I thought for sure. I would have to get like an alignment, and I was going to pull a wire and just have an empty, a blown tire. I, I, no lie, it's that bad. It's like West Fourteenth, and the guy drive down to like West Ninetieth to to uh, catch seventy one South. Yeah. So it's like, oh god. Yeah, Pusher says cats usually learn to use the litter box. So in this case, it was easier because the mother was showing them how to use it. So you know, you know I was reading the Sky Mall, which I forgot to bring. So I was going to bring it so we could go through all the. Stupid bullshit stuff that you don't really need, but you read it anyway. There's a, a thing where you can teach your cat how to use the toilet. Wow! You put it. You put the thing I've heard over. Of that. You put the thing over the toilet seat, and then they hop up and they do their business, and then it just goes into the toilet. And you flush it. Hmm. That's convenient. So I, I'm not going to go that route of teaching her how to use the toilet, but it's been funny seeing her run around with the bigger cat that we have trying to chase her, mm-hmm. and it's. Um, it's very funny seeing them interact because uh, she tried rubbing up against him uh, when she initially got here on Friday. He didn't want any part of that, so he kind of backed up and did a little meh. Well, now every time he goes near her, she hisses and swipes at him. So <laughs> I'm sure it'll all work out. But says you can toilet train your cat. You can train your cat to do all sorts of stuff. If I can just get her to bite people, I'd be happy, other than <laughs> myself. So attack cat. You'll have to use like German commands so someone doesn't accidentally say the safe word or whatever. <laughs> Scrub puppy. That's how they train uh, police dogs. Yes, I know. Yep. Scrub puppy. We have a Lithuanian guy in our platoon that says he made vodka out of antifreeze before the Soviet Union fell. That's some hardcore stuff. Then they used to put that in was it wine? I learned that from the Simpsons. I actually looked it up like later in life. I'm like, oh, shit. They really do put antifreeze in wine. So hmm. there's a bunch of stuff in food. I, I, every, I keep reading more and more stuff about the crap that's in the food. Ticks me off. Hmm. Go organic. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd rather have the pesticides knowing I'm, that there's not going to be a worm or something in it. 
No, I'd what rather the hell not is die Scrub doing? Scrub Puppy is now wearing uh, looks mask. like a gas mask. Nice. So I'm glad to see that he actually got onto the wall, and apparently he got into the armory again and the liquor cabinet. And Okapi is still wearing her cosplay outfit. In better lighting now, though. Yes. So I will say, now, Copy, did you make this yourself or did you buy it? Bought it. I will tell you this, and I've only been able to find it one place on the internet. And I told Mystic Mim, if we ever get enough money and she gets enough time because she's very good at costuming, uh-huh. I want an, av- an honest God, I want a Space Marines outfit. I'm not talking that, that StarCraft bullshit. I'm talking a Warhammer 40K Space Marines costume. I would wear that. I've only been so far pressed into cosplaying once, and I hated it. Hated it. I saw a really good Ezio Auditore costume, uh, about 600 bucks for everything, but it looked amazing. I saw a... Amazing. When I was at a well, Windy She Con. did make it. That's impressive. Oh, that is... Oh, that is making... Mm-hmm. That is impressive. Uh, up at WindyCon, I saw a actual uh, the Viper pilot outfit from Battlestar Galactica. The now, old, wait a minute. The old or the, the, old new? Or the new? The new. Okay. Uh, yeah. Eh, well, yeah. no, no. It, it was, you know, your personal preference aside, it was fucking incredible. I wow. mean, it looked exactly like it. The guy said he spent like $2,000 making it. I was just like, holy shit. That's one. That's beyond hobby and gone to obsession. Yeah. But no, it it looked fucking phenomenal, but it was impressive. But yeah, that was probably the best I ever saw. Of course, same trip, 400 pound woman, chainmail, bikini. Don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. That 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 much much chainmail? Oh, no. Nearly enough chainmail, believe me. She stepped off an elevator and I wanted to throw up. That pretty much put me off cosplay forever. (laughs) I have no interest because I'm horrified that I'll see that again. I don't think I've ever worn a costume ever. I've I I'm went apart as from like Halloween, but like Duffman one I year, saw that, which yeah. was funny. And I she made me go as Jiraiya for about an hour, and then I said enough of this bullshit. I'm going back to the hotel and changed because she went as. Uh, I haven't seen Naruto in the longest time. I forget what the bitch's name was. Sunade. Uh, 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 Okay. And he had the wig, and I mean, the whole thing here, she looked just like her, you know. So she had the boobs for it, too, which really works. But I, that's that's the extent of my cosplaying. Like, that's it. No more. Done. That's it. But a Space Marine, especially if I have a helmet, that I would wear. And I've only been able to find, uh, if we go online, if you go on YouTube and look for, like, a So you're saying that as long as no one knows it's you. Yes. That'd you be fine. Okay. So, like, something, say, like a Stormtrooper or Darth Vader. Yeah. You'd be okay I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but yeah, something okay. like that would work. But. Okay. You know, I, I would like... Master Chief? I hate Halo. That's a yeah. game for people with no skill. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Show you guys just a... Uh, yes, well, I think we all know what a... Shut up! Warhammer right, 40K I, Space Marine looks like. No, you don't. Show me, Imp. I don't. I want to see the chainsaw sword. <laughs> you know what? And that's what they didn't Bonus have. Bonus points They, they did works. not have a Liberatus, which was very, you know, annoying to me. For Warhammer 40K cosplay in China. Uh, it's interesting. Apparently, there's a lot more of this than I thought there was. This is the one I believe I saw. We'll go ahead and okay. mute this because I don't want to hear it. So we're, what are we watching here? Shut up. Just watch. I'm still watching. watching. Lots still of still waiting. Watching. There you go. Oh, that's actually hey, somewhat hey, one, impressive. Black one Templars. Okay. Huh. Now, see, that's, that's what I'm elaborate. talking about. That's the kind of costume I would wear. Go to YouTube. Uh, it's Space Marine Encounter... Four, IV, little the Roman numerals. See, it's even got the banner. It's the oh, I think it is the Black Templars. So for the Holy Emperor, 
Now, see, he's actually got the chainsword. Now, if it actually worked, that'd be even better, but... Oh, looks like there's a guy getting interviewed right there. Now, those are... Is that an Ultramarine? GamesCon 2000... Yes, it... Wow! Now, this one's... Wow, he's even got the lights in the uh, the uh, helmet. GamesCon 2010, Warhammer Dudes. One guy is a Chaos Space Marine, one guy is an Ultramarine. Okay, you know what? If... Um... On that on that note, like uh, I would probably go in an Iron Man costume if I could actually get the. Have you seen that the, would be cool. The, the, the working ones that have the helmet open and, and they got the the light and chest. And yeah, light, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of those. I, I'd go as that. I mean, this is just. Uh, I can't imagine how much time this had to be done professionally. Well, I mean, it's possible they could have done it themselves. But they even got the the helmets that light up, which is pretty good. Yeah, so those are so, so they are uh, opposite side. They fight each other, kind of. Yeah, okay. that's the all. That's the Chaos Space Marine, and that's the Ultramarine, who okay. is missing his Gladius, but gotcha. that's okay. So, a for effort. Yep. Link us to that costume. Uh, uh Gamescom. Yeah. yeah. Gamescom. Gamescom 2010 Space Marine. Yeah, go type that into YouTube, and you'll find it. So. Anyways, we have a whole bunch of stuff we have not gotten to. It's time for a break. When we come back, we have a bunch of articles to get to, a lot of them provided to us by, and with special thanks to uh, Legal Tender, who sent these along. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, all these articles, plus we have our segments, I assume. We don't have the quickening. I'm so sorry. What? I thought I had three rude. weeks with no quickening. Dude, I thought I had, even I thought I had written it all, and then I was like, all right, I got it written. And then I went back to studying, and then right before I left, I just checked to make sure I had everything, and I did not write the quickening. Guess what you'll be doing for the next 10 minutes during the break? No, please. Okay, there's no way you could do it in that time. No, it, it takes a while to research all that bullshit. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that's disappointing. No quickening. So maybe if the Ricardo guy is listening, then he's going to love the show. Otherwise, <laughs> Western Digital is today. Yes. <laughs> very, very happy that we endorsed today. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, we're going to take a, a few minutes break. We come back. I don't know. We got a whole lot of shit to do, but we do have the stupid video game of the week. Yes, we do. Oh, we have got that, that at yes. least. Yeah, we got that. Maybe if somebody sends us a bunch of this or that. Maybe we'll do that segment. We haven't done that in forever. We haven't done that in forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can, I've, I've yeah. been thinking about trying to do maybe like a new segment uh, about memes, like uh, like like know your meme or whatever, and just do yeah, you know, like a particular meme and the history behind it and all that. I mean, there's there's websites to talk about all that, so it'd be it'd be pretty easy to do. That up? Would yeah. be, that'd be a nice one. Yeah. Try something new. All right, all right, folks. We're back in a few. Ning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on Versed World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Heilder. Always a pleasure. And by Varyar. Hey, Now, I was thinking, actually, uh, while the intro here is playing, I was thinking about this. I found a couple other songs that I want to use for new stings, new intros. It's about time. For the show. Well, part of the problem is that the uh, the, audit- the editing software I use, for whatever reason, decides to get into a hissy fit. Sometimes it works. Most of the time it doesn't. And right now, the one that it usually works on is the Whopper 3, which is dead. Uh-huh. So when I get it back, and again, I'm hoping this is part of that the, the hard drive failure. If I can get it working, I can start chopping up audio again. Because the other program I'm forced to use is much more unwieldy than, than the one I'm used to. Mm, okay. I'm used to using the Magic's... Uh, uh, 
what is it, the Magic's Music Video Maker 6.0, which is very out of date, but it's very simplistic, very easy to use. I actually called the company and said, look, you know, I'm using this. It's X amount of years old because I bought it years ago, and it doesn't work in my system. They said, well, we don't support that anymore. It's, you know, eight years old. I said, yeah, but I'm using it for the XPs, which is what it was designed for, and it still keeps, you know, dying. Um, and they said, well, there's a lot we can do for you. We can sell you the new version, which is like version 14, for 60 bucks. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, because I've, I've looked at the demo, and it's much more complicated than this is. But here's the, what I'm going to throw out to you, the listener. This is what I require from you. So pay attention. What I'm looking for, what I'd like for some of you to do, is record for me on whatever shit microphone you have at home. Try to make it as good quality as you can. Saying, hi, my name is, and whatever your online name is, and you're listening to the Ampers Court on Versed World Productions. And then whatever funny, cheesy line you've got at the end. So if you can record that, send it to me as an MP3. I'll take the best two, and I'll put them with some music that I've got. We'll use them as new stings, <clears throat> new intros for the show. What do you guys think? That's good. Uh, we should have each one, too, I think. I think you should do one, and I should do one. Mm, you know, you based know on like, my history with segments, I thought you'd gotten it by now. I try to do as little as possible. Yeah, I would go I against mean... it because I don't think the host should have to <laughs> intro our own show. We want our listeners doing that for us. Oh, we want right. the fans yeah. doing it for us. You know, we we you guys do have your uh, promos that run on the on the network. That oh, that's right. Yeah, right. So you've that. done oh, I that. Forgot about, yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that too. So yeah. that's huh. what I like to do is have some of you listeners record something for us. Give you a chance to get your name out there. You get to hear your voice on the radio. It'll be a big thrill for you. It's really the greatest <laughs> thing that happens in your life. And I'm a, I'm a pretty cool guy that I'm allowing you to do this for me. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> is, there, is there no end to your generosity? For you? No, I'm a very benevolent person. I'm a benevolent ruler. I, I look after my people. Thank you. Thank you. So, but seriously, emperor1gacox.net, send it to me. Again, say, you know, hi, my name is, whatever your name is, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court here on Versa World Productions, and then have a tagline of some kind, whatever it may be. Make it sound good. I like a little radio voice. (laughs) So, and then send it in. So we'll do that. All right, first up tonight, we have a bunch of different articles to get to. Where do we want to start tonight? Gentlemen, you make the call. Mm. Let's just get the New York City thing over with. How about we just do that? Because <laughs> he knows what's coming. Uh, for those not paying attention to here in the United States, this is from the consumers, but it's been all over the news. Uh, basically, what has happened is Mary, uh, uh, Mayor uh, Bloomberg, I almost said Giuliani, uh, Mayor Bloomberg in New York City, has decided that in order to fight obesity, he is going to ban and outlaw any pop or energy drinks, anything over 32 ounces. No, anything over 16 ounces. Sorry, 16 ounces. That's correct. 32 being the one you normally get. So anything over 16 ounces is going to be banned in the city limits of New York City. Uh, Non-diet soda, fruit drinks with less than 70% juice content, or coffee or tea that has been sweetened. Those are the ban that would apply to. Uh, Drinks with fewer than 25 calories per 8 ounces would be allowed. Wow, you couldn't even have Gatorade then. If you think about it, because the amount nope. of calories that are in it, you couldn't have Gatorade. Right. So a 32-ounce get wow, that sucks. And you, according to well, that, you, you can still buy it from vending machines and grocery. It's uh, movie theaters, stadiums, delis, and food carts. Right. So like, And also can, fast food restaurants. So if you go to right. the movies, yeah. You can still go get like a two-liter at Giant Eagle, but you can't get a big gulp. Fast food yes. restaurants will be limited to handing out 16-ounce cups, regardless of whether the drink is diet. 
though they could continue to offer free refills. The administration believes it is the right to regulate pop sales at these establishments because they fall under the umbrella of the city's health department. Now, and I'm sure, and this is the exasperation that was in Highlander's voice as he said, let's get this over, because here it comes. This is the kind of bullshit that continues to happen where they're outlawed, just like in San Francisco, just like in California, the trans fat, the salt, now it's pop. Where the hell does the government get off regulating what I can or cannot eat or can I can or cannot drink? Well, they they do that already to an extent, but to something a, like this is a bit extreme in my opinion. Uh, it's yes. extremely, I mean, how, you can't, it's extremely you know. extreme. However, and my, not counter to that, but I guess agreement, anytime, look, as soon as the government gets into healthcare, and yes, I'm making that segue, uh, and that's what the this government is. gets that is into health care and starts paying for health care, then, of course, they're going to want to start regulating your life. I mean, that's just it's the next logical step. You have to it has to stop somewhere. Bloomberg got his fucking panties in a twist and New Yorkers are going to go along with it. And I don't know how, but no, I don't think so. Oh, the, the oh, polls show that a New lot York of them is against it. But yes. the problem is until he gets until the next election where he's up, if he's up, I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing they can do about it. Apparently, he has the power to do this. And the only ones that can stop them are like the state legislature. I guess, I guess or something. not to see that. I, I thought that you couldn't. I thought it had to be like voted on. I nope. believe they have changed it since yeah, see, Giuliani's I, time. I know. For I don't a fact, know. He doesn't. They're not going to have to vote to make it happen. I know that because Bloomberg just said he's doing it. I don't know. He's well. No, he said he's, nobody he's, likes he's considering him. it. No, nah, he pretty much said he's doing uh, it. He actually. He actually was on. Um, I think it was CNN. Yeah, right here. Plans to enact. So Plans it's not even consideration. Okay. They're going to do it. Plans to enact. Yeah. Whatever. Proposed man. Yeah. He was on, actually, uh, like I said, I think it was CNN, because he was talking about the ban the same day he was celebrating National Donut Day, or whatever the hell. And people are like, well, don't you think that's a little hypocritical? And he's like, well, no, like, one donut's not bad for you, but a lot of big gulps are. And, like, he just sounded like an asshole. NYTimes.com, uh-huh. this is where the original article stems from. Quote, obesity is a national problem, and all over the United States, public health officials are wringing their hands saying, oh, this is terrible, Mr. Bloomberg said in an interview on Wednesday in City Hall's sprawling governor's room. Continuing, New York City is not about wringing your hands. It's about doing something. I think that's what the public wants the mayor to do. That's right. The public says the mayor needs to make sure we're no longer fatties. The mayor must step in and save us from Pepsi and Coke and, God forbid, root beer and Gatorade. Here's actually, here it is. Uh, His proposal requires the approval of the Board of Health, a step that is considered likely because he appointed all of them. (laughs) So apparently all he has to do is get the guys he appointed to the job to rubber stamp it. And apparently that's all he needs to get the go-ahead on this. Which is fucking ridiculous. So the question then is, who can stop him other than them? There's got to be somebody at a state level who can say... I mean, in Cleveland, we tried enacting all kinds of crazy shit. I, and the governor or the state legislature stepped in and said, you'd have, no, I, you're I know crazy nuts. For a fact, I know for a fact that the state legislature can because Bloomberg actually came out and said he expected uh, the governor of New York, uh, Andrew Cuomo, right, to veto their bill to stop him because he agrees with him. The only other way I could think would be to go through the courts would be to purposefully sue the city of new york and then right. have, have a have a judge or something overturn the law right saying you don't have the power they yes. could they could try that but i mean it's new york so who knows who knows if that would work i don't I, know. I just can't believe that that it, this it seems, even it seems I'll, I'll too much in my opinion it's it's taking it too far look i'll be the first one to agree fine you know what obesity is a national problem but you know oh, what? it starts with you looking in the mirror 
No one forced you to go to McDonald's and buy the supersized you know, Big Mac. Yeah. You know, guess what? You're removing 32-ounce drinks. Fine. You know what? You know, gamers are still going to go and buy two 16-ounces instead of one then for a Mountain Dew or whatever. When they go home, they buy their fast food. Well, this doesn't yeah. change anything. But what the dirty little secret is is they want you paying more for it because the idea is, and this is why they thought about taxing uh, pop and beer even more, especially in New York City. This has been brought up several times. Uh-huh. That if they they charge more for it, fewer people will buy it, and therefore they'll go and buy water or you know whatever. Which in a lot of cases you're spending more on bottled water than you do on bottled pop, right? Which should tell you something. Uh, this is this is ridiculous. The government has no business. To, has no. It, well, I, I know what you're trying to say. I'm, I would disagree with you, but in this case, it's gone too far. What what you're saying is, you know, they regulate by telling us we can't do some kind of drugs, no, no, we can't do alcohol, right, that kind yeah, of thing. You can't sell but alcohol to minors, or you can't. Right, but buy that's because cocaine. they have they have adverse mental effect on you. You can get drunk. You're going to crash and kill somebody. Right. If I drink three, you know, two liters of Pepsi, nothing happens other than I'm wired and I run around the house until I pass out. Right. Right. So I understand what you're saying. Yes, this is a bridge too far, and the fact that they're actually going to pull it off and go with it, this bothers me a great deal. And it and it does not seem like any like anybody can stop them, but even if you were to vote this guy out, you'd still have to vote out all of his, his buddies, or they'd have to be you know reappointed with somebody else because they're just going to block whatever it is that he installed before they voted him out. The mayor, who said that occasionally drank a diet soda on a hot day, contested the idea that the plan would limit consumers' choices, saying the option to buy more pop would always be available. Quote, your argument, I guess, could be that it's a little less convenient to have to carry two 16-ounce drinks to your seat in the movie theater rather than one 32-ounce, Mr. Bloomberg said in a sarcastic tone. I don't think you can make the case that we're taking things away. Well, then why bother, douchebag? If they're just going to have to buy two to get around your little ban, then really, what's the point? You think people, because of a little tiny inconvenience, if they really want the pop, are going to not buy two? You're an asshole, pure and simple. New York City is a far cry from where it was in her Giuliani's watch. And I've listened to a lot of the interviews. I've seen the polls. Pretty much everybody in New York City agrees. And you're right, Highlander, this is too far. Even for what is a liberal city, it'll be interesting to see what happens to them, if anything. Let's see. Interviews at AMC Lowe's Village in the East Village in Manhattan. Some filmgoers filmgoers said that restricting large pop sales made sense to them. Of course, it's the New York Times. They've got to find this. I'm sure they had to go for 50 people to find one who agreed. I think it's a good idea. It rots your teeth said Sarah Gochnauer, 21, a personal assistant who's never been laid and has no boyfriend. But others said consumers should be free to choose. Quote, if people want to drink 24 ounces, it's their decision, said Zara Atal, 20, a college student from the Upper East Side, who is an American but has embraced the American spirit. Let's see. And then there's much more drivel from other people who I don't care about. I, I, this guy had better be the picture of absolute health. He better be a personal trainer and fighting crime in his spare time before he has the ability to step in and tell us what we can or cannot do. I, it, it, it aggravates the hell out of me. But that's me. That is you. Yes. yes. Nothing else. Makes me mad. No, too, I, feel, to that. I feel slightly differently, but I think in this case it's gone too far. Now, the question is, you know what? Maybe somebody can do the research for me and tell me when Bloomberg comes up for re-election, if, if he even does. I, I got to imagine he's. he's I I don't know because we were talking about that off the air. I don't know if there's still a, a limit or if he got rid of that or. I have no idea. I don't I'm know. He's happy he went independent and took the R route from next to his name. Because that is not what R, we do. He says he is Batman. 
Barry commits crime in his spare time. <laughs> uh, let's see. Doesn't seem like anybody has that. Uh, Lumen IRC seems to have found it, or perhaps I'm not even looking for it. I will say this is one of the smaller IRC crowds we've had in a while. I've noticed that uh, when I came in for Cash Hardcore, there was not near as many people in the IRC as I'm used to seeing. Hmm. Not Whoa. really sure. What? what? Uh, he's the 11th richest person in the United States. Huh. Really? He owns Bloomberg, as in like Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. His own little news empire. Uh, da, 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 da. To the cloud. I'm trying to find all the... Fantastic. So how about we just say, fuck New York, and go to the next article? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board with that plan, so... But, yeah, you're typing, and he's on the cloud. And I'm just waiting for him to come up with the idea. I'm just trying to find... Yeah, I can't find anything. All right, we'll go ahead, Vire, here. All also right. the consumerist. <clears throat> A trail of snacks leads cops to thieves suspected of robbing a Little League concession stand. Seasoned criminals know better than to leave a trail connecting them to their crime, so we've got to believe the suspects accused of robbing a Little League snack bar are hardly experienced when it comes to pilfering. (laughs) Cops say they found the perps by following a sprinkling of snacks dropped on the ground. Nice. Scenarios like this one bring to mind some kind of cartoon where the harebrained criminals are too busy munching on goodies to make a clean getaway. Well, the question is, how far away are they that they are, have this trail of snacks leading all the way back to where they are at? <laughs> if it's a two-mile-long trail, that's a lot of candy. Uh, let's see. The San Diego Union-Tribune says cops arrested four people suspected of stealing from a Little League concession stand late Thursday night after someone complained of hearing a lot of noise in the area. When a lot cops of munching. <laughs> When cops showed up, they found a nice little trail away from the scene and simply followed empty packages of cookies, chips, and Cheetos to a vehicle parked outside a home a few blocks away. So they had <laughs> enough snacks. <laughs> wow. I'm, they Throwing were, it away as they go. Maybe they had the nice. munchies. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess. Oh, I would have, this is in California? Uh, it's very possible. Cops searched the home and found property belonging to the Little League, including a cash register. They arrested one man, two women, and a girl on burglary charges. So they didn't just steal snacks; they stole the cash register too. These have got to be like kids or something like that. It's some, well, one, that well, so, I mean, it's one not man, like teenage two kid. women, and a girl. It's well, you know, man and woman. You know, that's subjective. It's, right, yeah, 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 it could yeah, be yeah. a nineteen-year-old. Right. You know, who's a man. Right? Well, I think that. I that wish they would have posted point. some ages. So I'm always very interested to see exactly what it is that that these people, like a thirty-year-old. It's a literally concession stand. Why would you? What? What are you gonna? Right, yeah, I want snacks. I don't. Why don't we go to the gas station and pay for them? No, nope. no, no. Too easy. Little League concession stand. Let's go rob it. They never locked that place up. Huh. That's an idiot's. A lot of idiots out there. Now, this one also got our, our notice. We were talking about this off yes. the air, too. Uh, XCOM, enemy unknown release date. For Axis. For Axis. Remake to be will be with us by the end of the year. 2K Games has announced that the much-anticipated XCOM, enemy unknown will be released for the PC, the PlayStation 3, and the Xbox 360 on October the 9th, 2012, in North America, and uh, three days later in Europe. A pre-order bonus was also described in Elite Soldier Pack, which offers top-of-the-line soldier customization features that will only be available for a limited time, according to the release. There will be a PC-exclusive special edition with an art book, a poster, an insignia badge, and digital goodies. We've all been really impressed with XCOM Enemy Unknown so far. It's not easy to remake one of the best PC games of all time, but Fraxis is doing an excellent job of it. You can check out the video preview right here. 
it's interesting that Firaxis is making a first-person shooter. I don't really think of them... No, because that's that's Sid Meier. Yeah, that's Civilization. Yes. And uh, yeah. Alpha Centauri. And, well, I mean, maybe he just like got that. bored it's... with doing the same old, same old, and he's going to oh. try and break out of the mold. It's just, it seems like a radical uh, approach, that's all. It j- Yeah, I mean, it just seems like they went from one extreme of turn-based strategy gaming to, well, let's do an FPS. It just seemed weird. I don't know. It's very possible that while I wasn't paying attention, they've done other games like that. Maybe. But, I don't know. I mean, the only stuff I know them for is turn-based strategy. Right. The Elite Soldier Pack details in full. It has the classic XCOM soldier. Uh, players will instantly receive a new recruit in their barracks inspired by the original XCOM UFO defense. The iconic soldier with the blonde, flat-top hairstyle will, will return in his full glory, modernized with the rest of the XCOM universe. In addition, it'll have soldier deco packs, deco packs. Uh, players can customize their soldier with several aesthetic upgrades to an armor suit, including the new Hyperion and Reaper soldier armor kits. Finally, it's got a complete color customization. A variety of colors and tints for all armor sets in the game allow players complete control to customize their squad's look. So basically, they're just taking a page out of the Warhammer guide and allowing you to customize your squad. So I'm, I'm kind of <clears throat> curious. I don't know if you guys... This is honestly really the first I've heard about Enemy Unknown in a while. Um, I think I heard about it like once before. I haven't really been paying attention. But are they going to use like the same aliens from the original game? Does any, have if they it's a remake, anything? you would I mean, think so. Oh, right, that's so. what I was thinking, but I mean... Have they gone completely off the rails? Well, let's take a look here. When we're be... looking at the uh, preview, so as we're watching, we can take a look and see if we see the guys running by. You know, the animation doesn't look anything spectacular, to be honest. No, no, we'll see. It just—it seems the movement is kind of clunky. That's all. That's a first-person shooter. That doesn't look like a first-person shooter to me. Or is this the the remake that I was talking about earlier? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe this isn't okay. This isn't the first-person shooter. This looks like. The new XCOM. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. This is the one that I... Okay, that's what uh, uh, I've been talking about with uh, Legal Tender. Basically what it is is this game that they're talking about, Enemy Unknown, my apologies. Uh, This is a remake of the original XCOM, not the first-person shooter like Fire just uh, alliterated to. This is the actual same style where it's turn-based. Your guys move... Now this makes more sense. Yeah, and those are not the same aliens. No, they are not. Unless those are your guys in the armor suits and the power armor. Who knows? I don't care. Still excited. Love XCOM. What website are we on? We are on IGN. IGN.com. And send my pink jet fighter interceptors. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub Puppy is busy writing an angry email to me. Oh, Christ. What about Archbishop Riggs? Bloomberg is a fucking fat ass. And there's this giant, huge link. To, I don't know where the hell it goes. Copy. Uh, I'm tiny. I should be allowed to buy a 32-ounce beverage. Copy, if you drink a 32 ounce, you're going to float home. Jeez. So I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I might uh, pick this up. This looks pretty badass. I like yeah, this. Yeah, I'll pick that up. I'm not going to pay the extra for the art book and the no. poster. No. But I do like the insignia badge, so I can wear it to work you know, tomorrow, and people will know, <gasps> he's in the XCOM UFO defense. <laughs> Don't fuck with him. No, he's just a big, giant loser. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, I got a badge. <laughs> let's see Google warns go ahead Highlander with this one Google warns hundreds of thousands may lose the internet in July fuck those hundreds of thousands I say of course you do Google plans to warn more than half a million users of a computer infection that may knock their computers off the internet this summer 
Unknown to most of them, their problem began when international hackers run an online advertising scam to take control of infected computers around the world. In a highly unusual response, the FBI set up a safety net months ago using government computers to prevent Internet disruptions from those infected users. But that system will be shut down July 9th, killing connections for those people. So the FBI has been essentially allowing hundreds of thousands of people to continue to use the Internet because they're too stupid and got infected by a virus. Is that my understanding? That's somewhat impressive, actually. Somewhat, yes. Go ahead. The FBI has run an impressive campaign for months encouraging people to visit (laughs) a website. To visit a website that will inform them whether they're infected and explain how to fix the problem. After July 9th, infected users won't be able to connect to the Internet. On Tuesday the 22nd, Google announced it will throw its weight into the awareness campaign, rolling out alerts to users via a special message that will appear at the top of the Google search results page for users with affected computers, according to CNET. Quote, we believe directly messaging affected users on trustedly directly <laughs> messaging affected users on trusted site and in their preferred language will produce the best possible results, wrote Google security engineer Damian Mensher in a post on the company's security blog. If more devices are cleaned and steps are taken to better secure their machines against further abuse, the notification effort will be well worth it. The challenge and the reason for the awareness campaigns, most victims don't even know that their computers have been infected. Although the malicious software probably has slowed their web surfing and disabled their antivirus software, making the machines more viable, more vulnerable to other problems. Last November, when the FBI and other authorities were preparing to take down a hacker ring that had been running an internet ad scam on a massive network of infected computers, the agency realized that this may become an issue. Quote, we started to realize that we might have a little bit of a problem on our hands because if we just pulled the plug on their criminal infrastructure and threw everyone in jail, the victims of this were going to be without internet service, said Tom Grasso, an FBI supervisory special agent. The average user would open up Internet Explorer and get page not found and think the internet is broken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, the tubes have collapsed. That's right. (laughs) Tubes are clogged. On the night of the arrests, the agency brought in Paul Vixie, chairman and founder of Internet Systems Consortium, to install two internet servers to take the place of the truckload of impounded rogue servers that infected computers were using. Federal officials planned to keep these servers online until March, giving everyone opportunity to clean the computers, but it wasn't enough time. Now, I mean, until I, I have seen this article before, a couple weeks ago, but honestly, who goes to FBI.gov and says, you know, I'm going to say, take a look and see what's going on at the FBI today. 570,000 computers worldwide that have been hacked that's a significant amount. Why couldn't they just you know, back end this thing if they were going to go to all the trouble of propping it up? Why not just send something through to remove the the uh, virus or notify uh, because, those people directly? Because then you'd probably freak out on them that the government's hacking into your own computer, putting stuff Except on Except that them. your computer's been hacked in already, but I understand your point because yes. people will inevitably go all nuts. Yeah, the cons- I wouldn't approve Especially that. conspiracy theorist militia nuts. Yeah, but I mean, even... Well, maybe I'm a nut. I don't know. But I guess I'm about as right wing as you get. But I, I wouldn't approve of them doing that either. Okay, um, I can. Yeah, all right. You know, just because again, just because it sets a precedent. Okay. You know, well, you know, this is so serious. We have to go into your computer and make some changes. Well, I'm, I'm well, then at this, down the road they can use that. You know, it's not. It's the U. There's at least five hundred sixty-eight thousand unique internet addresses using the rogue servers. Wow. Uh, the U.S. has the most at eighty-five thousand. Other countries with more than 20,000 include Italy, India, England, Germany. Smaller numbers. Fuck them all. Spain, France, Canada, China, and Mexico. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, Shitty countries. FBI officials said they organized an unusual system to avoid any appearance of government intrusion into the Internet or private computers. And while this is the first time the FBI has used it, it won't be the last. Okay. This is the future of what we'll be doing, said Eric Storm, 
a unit chief in the FBI cyber division, until there's a change in the legal system, both inside and outside of the United States, to get up to speed with the cyber problem, we will have to go down these paths, trailblazing, if you will, on these types of investigations. Just so, since we actually, I think, skipped over the paragraph where it talked about it, uh, so people know basically what the software did was it went into the computer and changed the DNS system and forced the computer to use rogue DNS servers controlled by the hackers, and the hackers, I guess, made like $14 million off advertisements by sending people to um, basically copies of the website they were trying to get that had advertisements controlled by the hackers. Oh, wow. So they made a lot of money doing that. That's brilliant. That's actually somewhat smart. It's like a fake internet. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That reminds me. You want to talk about the... You you know what, Barriar... And you were giving me shit last night for talking trash in Sins of the Solar Empire. It was funny, though. The, I want to tell you a story about the amount of bullshit that was thrown out in trash talking uh, that my, my co-host to my right here, Highlander, has done. And I will say that I applaud him because he, he when he wants to be, is as good at running his mouth as I am. Oh, yeah. We had a tournament in uh, Quake 1. Back in the day, it was Quake CTF. It was the CTF League. Uh-huh. Who he was fucking with on a normal ba- on a regular basis. And was convincing them under a fake name because he signed us up for a tournament. What well, was a it was a, a high ping tournament? Like Something people, like that. yeah, like oh, two or three hundred ping. Oh wow! And we had like Ew. sub fifty. Signs us up for it. So we go into the first match. We play these guys. And we schmear. We're like, what the hell? This is a high, you know, this is a high ping tournament. And the guy's like, how the hell are you guys in this? That doesn't make any sense. He starts to explain about, no, 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 we're on the internet, too. Haven't you heard that they've developed a second internet? It's not our fault. On this internet, we are the HPBs. <laughs> and then gives this huge diatribe that went on for, like, paragraphs. The guy knew he was bullshit. We just kept on feeding him crap. We couldn't say anything. We couldn't get it word in edgewise. It was great. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. It was good times. Uh, Those were the best times. That's when gaming was really, really fun. Uh, back when. Yes. In the good old days. It really was the good old days. Uh-huh. I see Lulu has now joined us. How nice. Trust me, you had nothing else going on important, Lulu. You couldn't listen to the show. Scrub actually tried to make her do push-ups. That, really? Yeah. She might actually do them. She asked how many, and he said, until I get tired. <laughs> Which Spoken like funny. a tremor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was pretty funny. So, good to see Lulu has made the show. Um... Wasn't it? Uh, you weren't here when she was when here. You were off that day. Okay, this she was, was very nice. Ago. She yeah. went and got me a beer. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's why we're buddies now. We're like this. That's all it takes. Eh, it's pretty easy. Yeah, like Give this. you a beer. He's and you're this good. one over here. So, well, it's. Mm. I mean, it's Varyar. It's not really hard. You're playing with alcohol, and he's everybody's friend. Very true. Until he's too drunk and punches you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now this has been making the rounds, uh, and this continues to be a problem for Diablo Three. Uh, you know what, nice Highlander. Have you picked up Diablo three at all yet? I won't be playing Diablo three. Okay, so you decided not to play it. No, not going to play it. Any particular reason? Or is it all the obvious? All the, the all the obvious? No, all the I I don't have time. That's, well, that's just that's it. Who, I mean, really, who does have the time? But especially when you're trying to do classes. But I showed this to Vyra last night. I thought oh, this, this was hysterical. Is funny as hell. Got to wait for this thing to pop up. It's a uh, GIF file that I found on the internet. I'm like, this this is so typical. Did you put it up on the? On VTW? Yes, I think I believe I did. Yeah. Okay. And it's basically it's a, a it's like a, a a wooden wall holding back like hundreds and hundreds of guinea pigs. It says Diablo right. three servers, 
And then this hand reaches down. It's got Blizzard on the side of it, and it pulls up this wall, and then all the guinea pigs go flying through. Now, I don't know who the hell has this many guinea pigs, and I actually I'm kind of interested in the story behind why there are hundreds <laughs> of guinea pigs in this guy's house. But um, it was fun. I've, I've yeah, seen this one before. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the Minecraft. Oh, yeah, that's funny. And there's with my belts. Yeah, that's right. Those are good times too, man. Stand back. He Whatever, a, I still got those belts, man. Oh, belts. Sure. That's right. Sure. Actually, did we carry those belts to a WWF event one time? I thought um, we did. I don't know. Did even the WWF nerds laugh at you? You kidding me? People <laughs> had like more expensive belts than I did. I had like oh, the Jesus. replicas. You kidding me? Oh, wow. What the hell? We, oh, that's right. Okay, anyways. Um, so uh, what I was alluding to earlier is Diablo 3 being hacked. Tons of people are having their accounts hacked. Left and right. And, of course, Blizzard's solution has been to, well, why don't you pay us and get us an authenticator? Well, I have a better idea. How about you just actually, I don't know, have some kind of security worth a damn? Now, to be fair, before we get into this, some people are to be blamed themselves. The ones who go to, you know, gold-buying websites or leveling websites. If you're too much of a dumb shit to have your account hacked because you're going someplace you shouldn't, then there's no hope for you. However, that isn't what's being... what. Uh, apparently is happening a lot of this is being is like forced passwords anyways continuing this is from the ign what to do if you have been hacked in diablo 3 as someone who's been hacked in an online game world of warcraft and lost all of my stuff i know it can be distressing it feels like a violation as if someone has forcibly taken something you deeply care about all it's, right we're gonna stop right it's there it's e-rape <laughs> Like someone forced his way into my USB port. He's all sore. <laughs> they go to the cops, and the cops are all jerks. They're like, well, what were you wearing? <laughs> Dressed like that. It's like you're asking for. It. <laughs> it's not my fault. That's the armor they make for my character. Well, they don't play a female, especially if you're a guy. Continue. What oh. is important to remember that it's reversible, especially if you follow this advice. The first thing to do is stay calm. If you've been hacked, oh my God, this does sound like a like a, 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 a rape council. <laughs> Wonder if you have to have your hard drive like swabbed for sperm. Sit if in the you've shower been, for an hour, <laughs> just cry. <laughs> if you've been hacked, accept the situation and get to work reporting it. Well, if rape's inevitable, <laughs> sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> wow. Oh Jesus, gone down some interesting roads with this article already. Uh, I owe somebody a response to a question. I'll get to that in a minute. If this is the case, contact Blizzard. As we reported earlier, I'm sorry, I've I've skipped over something. I'm sorry. If you can, log into your Battle.net account and change your password, as this will stop the hackers coming back and interfering with the restoration process, or, even worse, accessing your billing details. Because they wouldn't do that the first time right, they got in? Right. right. If they, got, yeah, they got your password the first time, chances are they're probably living in your computer. Occasionally, you will not be able to do this straight away. You'll try to log in after being hacked and be greeted by the news that an authenticator has been placed on your account. It's a despicable thing to do, but many hackers activate authenticators as uh, they get to work so they can redistribute your stuff undisturbed. Makes sense. If this is the case, contact Blizzard. As we reported earlier, there's apparently been a spate of hackings recently, which may mean it takes a while to sort your issue. But it will be sorted. Except if you go on the forums and you see tons of people talking weeks later that it hasn't been. If you're especially impatient, you can phone customer support, but be prepared to have identification to hand. 
I had to scan in a copy of my passport and email it to them to prove it was me. But after that, I had my WoW character in gear back within the hour. As a caveat, while your character may be restored, there's no guarantee it'll be in quite the state you left it. Because after you've been raped, you're never really the same. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies to anybody who's been raped, but... I mean, the way this guy makes it sound, your whole world has been turned upside down because your character got hacked in a game. Exactly. I'm the biggest gamer you're going to meet, but even I know when you've taken the rhetoric a little far. Often a rollback is performed, returning your character to the state it was a short while ago, and this can result in a loss of progress and items. Once you've got your account and possessions back, you need to make sure you don't get hacked again. Brilliant advice. Thank God he's here. I don't know what, what I'm going to do. Yeah, no shit. One of the best things you can do is add your own authenticator, which can be downloaded free for iPhones or Android or bought in physical form from Blizzard, which I believe, and someone may correct me, I think is the only company who actually sells an authenticator to protect your own data that they provide. I, I could be wrong. Physical form. Continuing. I, I well, they, on, uh, it, it's actual like a like a. Uh, it's like a bicycle lock. Yeah. I don't <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I, I mean, okay. I just made it up my, right now. I don't my know. only question. I mean, obviously, it's actually can, it can be downloaded for free, but yeah. I don't see a problem with charging if they're selling. If, if it's an actual it thing, is. I think it's like a USB don't... thing. I think. Okay. Uh, I'm. I know. I'm not an idiot, so I don't need it. I well, don't have yeah. So I, I'm not. So I, I mean, I get the overall <laughs> horror of. Not uh, of companies overcharging for shit and selling shit that people don't need or whatever. But if they're actually giving you a physical thing, as long as the price isn't outrageous, I don't see a problem with that. Look, how much would you pay for that chastity belt? I mean, that's what we're doing. We're talking about preventing rape here. Well, you know what? And I I shouldn't need to buy a chastity belt to play a game when every other game provider out there does a relatively decent job. Most of the hacking problems I've ever had... War, World of Warcraft, Diablo 3 that I've heard, uh, uh, Warcraft 3, that kind of thing. It's always been a Blizzard title because they, they simply don't care. No. Okay. They, they really don't. We have your money. You're paying 15 bucks, And if you're not, somebody else is going to. So, yeah, I, you know. Sony and Bioware, BioWare sell them as well as having apps. Now that Blizzard's done it and they see people. Are, Stop slapping me, Lulu. I'm in the middle of a diatribe. Um, they're selling them now because Blizzard's been shown, hey, we don't have to do shit. We can make money off of this. People will buy us for the damn authenticator. That's a shame that we've actually had to, not only do we have to buy the game from them, pay them for the monthly service, or in Diablo 3, at least buy the game, now we actually have to pay them to protect our data. Now, again, if you're being an idiot and going places you shouldn't, downloading shit you should not be, that's up to you. So, Scrub, maybe they should just put one in the box you when you buy it instead of having you spend extra money because it's garbage cash grab. That's exactly what it is. And that's my point. <clears throat> Continuing. Uh, da, 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 da. Once you've got your combat possessions back, you need to make sure you don't get hacked again. One of the best things you can do is add your own thing. We did that. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Finally, it may seem like overkill, but some people recommend using Firefox to browse the web with the no script add-on running. A few years ago, an advert embedded in a popular Warcraft database site contained a keylogger virus that was downloaded when vulnerable players moused over it. It hasn't happened since, but if you've been hacked, you're probably willing to go to extremes for a bit to make sure that it doesn't happen again. It's not pleasant to be hacked, but if you know what to do, it shouldn't inconvenience you for long. So I, here's the question. Here's, here's the moral question as a company. Should you provide 
as a company, should you be expected to provide that kind of security? It's kind of like what Sony and the PlayStation Network is. You know, are they going to turn around and start selling an authenticator for you to use the PSN network in the, you know, uh, on the off chance that their network gets hacked again? Uh, difference, though. You getting your account getting hacked versus them being completely fucking retarded and allowing the entire network to get hacked. There, there is True. a difference there. One is the company was a bunch of idiots and didn't keep up with security, so someone got into the company's servers. Some could say that that's, that's what Blizzard's doing here by them. not protecting their servers better, because a lot of people are just forcing it through. Well, and if that's you the know. case, then maybe it is a situation where they... I haven't read any... I haven't read up on this. I haven't even played Diablo 3 in like over a week, just I, I haven't. Um, I'm sure I'll go back to it, but I haven't. Maybe I'll end up being hacked and I'll cry and take a long shower and you guys will hear about it or whatever, but probably not. Because for whatever reason, I don't seem to be affected by most of this shit. But anyways, if it's on you, if it's your individual account, that's my... I've always felt that that's on you. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it's luck of the draw. Sometimes, like you said, people are idiots and respond to those. Hi, I'm with Blizzard. Could you please tell me your password emails? You know... uh, have you guys ever got those where someone's tried to pretend to be thousands? Weird? But yeah, I've, I've got to this day. Yeah. I still get that. I, I or mean, fake beta invites. Right. I love yeah. those. Oh yeah. And the the poor English. <laughs> Welcome to Mist Pandaria of <laughs> Clicker here nowish. It's like at but least yeah, you can I mean, hire some guy who can actually type it in regular English, so at least it looks decent. Right. I mean, I, I get those emails. If you're retarded enough to reply to that with like, "Oh my, yeah, my username is Varyar and my password is one two three four. Can I get in now? Well, then you kind of deserve what you get, like you were saying. Um, if it is a company vulnerability, then I can see your point. But there is a difference between the PlayStation Network getting hacked and individual accounts getting hacked. There's only so much that they can do. I mean. Like I said, I haven't read up enough on this to be Neither authoritative. Neither why I'm kind of silent on it right, right. now. So. Yeah, if they're but exploiting again, a vulnerability it's... in the network, if they're exploiting a vulnerability in the actual network itself, then yes, that's on Blizzard. But other than that, shit gets hacked all the time. So what it does is... it say that a company like this whose games regularly like Warcraft 3, uh, from my own perspective, Warcraft 3, okay. World of Warcraft, and Diablo 3, happens on such a regular basis. See, the, I've, I've, well, again, I, think about I those games and their popularity. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, yeah, I think you're looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, I'm looking play, at it from the perspective okay. of, okay, if, if I want a bunch of passwords or I want a bunch of stuff, am I going to go to a game that has 10,000 users or 11 million users? Ultima Line had hundreds of thousands of users, never had this kind of issue. EverQuest. Never? To this degree? Absolutely not. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Like but you said, it's, it's hacking it's every big. game. EverQuest had a million players. It still and never was as widespread as this. That's, but you see, you're 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 proving okay, the point. Okay, but I'm, I'm in, moving up. What I'm saying is that because it's it's the gold standard, it's the right. game. That's why everyone flocks there. That's it's the same reason why for World of Warcraft, why, like, you sure. know, ninety nine percent of all viruses on the internet are Windows viruses. They're not at, they're not Mac viruses because everybody has a Windows machine. They don't have right. Macs. Yeah, no, I, it's I the same kind of deal. Completely agree with what Highlander is saying. Of course they're going to get hacked more often. Their games are owned and played by more people. So wouldn't the onus be on them as a as a company who's trying to keep the uh, uh, the confidence of their of their consumers to like Scrub Puppy said, why don't you send the authenticator with the game then? Why don't you include it? If it is such a great deterrent and you have it, why is it that you're now charging extra for it? If you know that you are a target because you are the gold standard, if you want to be the gold standard company, then shouldn't you act like it? Shouldn't a, a consumer be able to trust that if they play your game, okay. would by you large, be willing to pay 10 extra dollars for the game if it came with an authenticator? 
No. There you go. That's why. Why? No. Because their game, if, if it's the target that it is by hackers. There are free ones available, but if you want an actual physical my one. My point is, if they're the targets of hackers, if they want to be the gold standard. They made if a free they know authenticator. It's free. Only for people who have an iPhone and an and app. And an Android. Yeah. It's, it's the best they can do right now. But you expect them to send out free hardware that they yes. have to pay for and make yeah. with their game yeah. for no extra charge so you can feel more secure. Yes. No. No. What no. a no. What a bunch okay, of bullshit. Okay. All right. Let me ask no. Then fine. Let me ask you this. No. Are they losing money by having to stop, have somebody take your call, answer your email, go back in, recode your character, ban the old guy? Time warp your character to make sure it's working, make sure it's all there, and then email you and say, by the way, you're now all reset. How much does that cost their employees in time and effort and wages to do that as opposed to sitting in something that probably cost them a dollar or two dollars to create, throwing it in the box and giving it to them? One, it gives you a hell of a lot of confidence as a consumer knowing that you've got something like a life lock for your game. Two, my guess is it's saving them a hell of a lot of money on the back end because now they don't have thousands or tens of thousands of accounts they now have to reset, plus all the angry emails, plus all the bad press, like we're talking about now, which are articles in IGN, The Consumerist, and everything else. I just had a great business idea. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, 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 under, I hear Selling your argument. S- I get your argument. I disagree with your argument. Right. What if you could create like a universal authenticator? And sell it to people for like 20, 30 bucks, and it worked for all games. Or all games like It would be impossible to do because you'd it. have to have it coded to everybody's different um, uh, uh, authenticator or signature uh, uh, server. Like Blizzard has their own for all their games. Right. I don't think it'd be impossible. But if you could do it, it'd be awesome. You would just have to have See, all See, Lulu says right. the man hours alone would cost more than the hardware in the box. Well, you know what? If that's true, Lulu, then yeah, they're losing money. But I have to assume a company as smart as Blizzard that's been around as long as Blizzard probably made the calculation. And maybe they were wrong. And maybe in the future they will do what Emp is talking about and send it with the box because ultimately it costs less. But right now they have made the decision and they believe that it costs less to do it this way. And I don't think it's on them to make sure that your password, if, if, look, if your password is 1234 or I love my kitty or something, reti- my password is 20 characters long. It's uppercase, lowercase, symbols, numbers, it's all of it. You're not going to hack my password, I guarantee you, because I've got 20 different passwords. They're all similar. They're all very long. If you want to be secure, do that. I mean, that's all there is to it. If there is a vulnerability in their network, that's on them. But mm-hmm. if people are guessing your retarded password or you email, reply to one of those idiot emails or you go on a website and you get spoofed because you're not paying attention, I have no sympathy for you. And Blizzard is not responsible for that. And I, I'm really surprised to find you on the other side of this one, actually. Because... Well, not the, really, I guess, lately. No, I can understand. Like I said, if you're a stupid person, you're going to a gold-selling site or you're going to a level-serving site and you're getting hacked because you gave somebody else your account info so right. they could level your account, then you're an asshole and you deserve what you get. Right. But those are few and far between. Those are not the majority. Those are the small minority. Well, and and the other, a cursory look at the forums would tell you that. Well, the other, or on any of these articles. Oh, yes, because everyone okay, tells the, the truth like, on the internet. As I just said, you're right. these articles, like IGN is talking about. Where's IGN getting their information? Because, again, no one lies on the internet. But, my look, the point is... So you're going to accuse IGN now of making shit up as they go? No, I'm going to tell. I'm going to assume that IGN talked to gamers and looked at the forums and is reporting what they found. Blizzard responds to myriad reports of hacked Diablo 3 accounts. Says it has taken reports extremely seriously, but no one with an are. authenticator has been affected. Of course they haven't. Of course. Buy our authenticator. Or get the free one. If you have an iPhone and if you have or an Android. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but my father's have... phone doesn't do anything but make phone calls, so he's not going to be able to get Mine software does the on same. it. No, Mine's but I'm willing to bet your father probably is not playing Diablo. Well, no, but right. that's my point. 
I mean, look, there's, there is a limit to how much they can do. They have created free software that you can download if you have something that can run it that can act as a free authenticator. It costs them money to make it. They put it out for free. They're not charging you a dollar a pop to download. They could. I'm glad they don't because it's smart PR not to. But you want a free physical device. That come and that they have to make, that they have to create, that they, they have, have to, to set out. Yeah. They have to but send to you. But they'll give me an art book. Or what if you? What if you? For more money. Right. And what if you include it as part of the collector's edition? Yeah, that's okay. fine because right. you're paying right. more okay. money. I'm fine with that. But, but you're still I, okay. You're still I'm not going to power and and time. But okay, go ahead. If they want to send you a free fucking authenticator, it's going to be up to them. But I'm not going to blame them because they don't. You're the one blaming them because they're not giving free ones away. You think that everyone should be able to mail in and get a free fucking authenticator like they ripped off the, the UPC off a box of Fruit Loops and got the decoder ring. You're the one making that argument. That's fine if that's what you think. I, I'm not going to change your mind on this one. I just don't care. I don't okay. at all. Look, like Highlander said earlier, they're the gold standard. I completely agree. Of course more people are going to go after their right. games. That's right. just the cost of doing business. Unfortunately, I'm, the PlayStation Network, completely on Sony. They hacked... The PlayStation yes. Network. They didn't right. get PlayStations. They got the entire thing because okay. some retard forgot to close the holes in their system. And that's fine. If that's, that's on what's them. happening to yeah. Blizzard, that's on them. But if someone's <clears throat> hacking individual accounts, Blizzard is providing the means to do it, to, to protect yourself. You can get it for free if you have the ability to, or you can pay a little extra for an actual device. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I, I'm sorry that people are getting hacked, and I'm sure there are some of them that haven't done anything wrong. But at the end of the day, Blizzard cannot monitor every single computer in their network. Or in their network, obviously, is their responsibility. But cannot monitor every single client computer logging in. It's it's not feasible. It's not possible. Or it probably is. But if it is, then I'd be bitching about them getting into my computer well, and could, violating but my your, privacy. Your game would probably cost twice as much. Scrub's right. saying it's not free. You paid sixty dollars for the game, and no Blizzard game is worth sixty bucks. Now, granted, that's, uh, that's an individual that's value. That, that's a pure right. value judgment, right? That's but I, what if you're paying fifteen dollars a month for? I mean, for let's say World of Warcraft, you're paying fifteen dollars a month for content material. You're only getting patches once in a while. Do you don't think that might shouldn't be included, or some kind of possible? Could they not develop one that you could download and use that? Maybe a free one on your PC as opposed to your phone instead of having to actually get a physical piece of hardware. I don't know. Me they couldn't take that know. app oh, here's and the put it on. Here's okay. the thing. I don't know how the authenticator works because I don't fucking have it. So right. I couldn't tell you for sure. All I, I know I, is I've they made happen. one. You click a button. It gives you a number. You type it into your battle net, and then you get in. There you go. Okay. Okay. So anyways. Ah, uh, oh, shit. I just lost my train of thought. So they've created one. It exists. For whatever reason right now, they can only give it to you on the phones. That's the free one. Or you get the physical thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm satisfied. They've done their end. And you're asking them to... in. Okay, you're basically saying whether they're paying 15 bucks a month or $60 for the game, you're saying you want free shit. That's, that's fine. You can make that argument. The I okay, disagree completely. The authenticator costs $5. So you'd have to get to $60 buy to buy the game and then $5 to make sure that you don't get hacked in the process of playing it. Okay, and that's fine. If Torchlight 2 costs 20 bucks and you want to go with that one instead, I'll probably be picking up T2 also. It looks cool. I want it. But at the end of the day, it costs $5 for your security. I can't imagine they're making a ton on it. You know, if it costs $2 to make and then they ship it to you or whatever, I don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care. If you want it, buy it. If you don't, don't. But don't bitch because Blizzard isn't throwing you some free fucking hardware. And expect me to care. I, I just don't. 
I'm not. I, I feel similarly. You know, uh, games. I know I've sat here kind of silently, but I, you, uh, you've you've said everything of, that I've been right. Thinking. I mean, games have cost sixty dollars sixty dollars a game forever. That, They've cost yeah, for, sixty dollars a game literally forever, and all the time games are getting bigger. They do more things. Personally, I'm fine with the price. You know, some games cost less. That's great. I'm obviously interested in those games when they go on sale. I love that too, but I don't think they need to start throwing in more free shit just because occasionally some of the people playing their game do something stupid and get hacked or get hacked through no fault of their own. The company, as long as they don't do the Sony deal and let people into the main servers, they're doing their jobs. True and Nymph are both telling me that if it was on the PC, like I just suggested, like having an app that you could download to your PC, that at some point the hacker would just strip it down and figure out how to use it anyways. Actually, so, that makes sense. Okay. I'm not a hacker. I'm not a programmer. I, I, don't, I don't know. know but so I, it's very possible. So I guess putting on the phone is fine. And I guess having a little a USB thing, I guess, uh, that's what I assume it looks like or how it works. I guess. I don't know. If anybody I'll, in IRC has one, it can tell me how it works. So I'll be honest. I would have assumed it was going to be 15 or 20 bucks, and then maybe I might have gone to their gouging, be, but for I, only $5? For some reason, in the back of my mind, I thought it was 25 bucks for an authenticator. Maybe it used to be one, once upon a time. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if it was 15 or 20 I could maybe see it because it can't cost that much to make. But for $5, any shit I was planning to give is officially gone. This is interesting. While issues like this have been plaguing World of Warcraft and other MMOs for years, what's most troubling is that some people have said the Blizzard's authenticators haven't protected them. The authenticators, which are available in physical form or as an iPhone or Android app, work by randomly generating a unique code tied to your account that expires within two minutes each time you try to log on. It means only people with your phone or authenticator can ever log into your account, in theory. When Blizzard changed the rules for authenticators late last year, it caused quite a stir. While you used to have to input a code every time you logged in, you now only have to do it if you log in from an unfamiliar location for the first time. Many people... Okay, I didn't know that. Many people are speculating that the recent wave is down to hackers managing to mimic IP identifiers and slip past Blizzard's authentication servers. So it is on their end. But Blizzard is refuting these suggestions with community manager Bashiak, who's an ass, and everybody agrees with me on that one, trust me when I tell you, Stating, quote, we've been taking the situation extremely seriously from the start and have done everything possible to verify how and in what circumstances these compromises are occurring. Despite the claims and theories being made, we have yet to find any situation in which a person's account was not compromised through traditional means of someone else logging into their account through the use of their password. While the authenticator isn't a 100% guarantee of account security, we have yet to investigate a compromised report in which an authenticator was attached beforehand. The good news is that Blizzard has over eight years of experience dealing with hacked accounts, so most players who contact Blizzard are getting swift resolutions. Often Blizzard can roll back the character to before the hack occurred, but this can sometimes mean the progress and blah, 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 yeah, yeah, you lose all the progress. Blizzard is offering a wealth of advice protecting your account over on its forums, but if you are yet to invest in Authenticator or register for the SMS Protect system with these reports flying around, it's a good idea to do so. Hmm. I saw nothing in there that changed my mind. Nah, not me either. If, 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 in fact, the They're working around the IP thing turns out to be true, okay. then maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a valid point there. But it sounds like it hasn't actually happened yet. So I stand on my position. Uh, eat me. Either get a phone that actually does cool stuff or pony up the $5 for an That's right. Buy your $300 phone. Buy the data plan. Just to protect your $60 game. That's actually, I use mine all the time. It's worth it. every penny. Absolutely. I love but, mine as well. The point being, or buy the $5 authenticator, the $5 piece of hardware that will keep you safe. I have no sympathy. I don't care 
at all. Well, I have a little sympathy. I'm sorry it happens to people, but yeah, take the but common if, sense precautions. If you're spending 60 bucks to buy the game on top of 15 a month to play it, $5 is a drop in the bucket. Also, is the $5 for all Blizzard games, or does it just work for that specific game? I don't know. Because if it's just for the I, specific I, game, I I'm still in the same position, but if it's for all Blizzard games, I then you can officially blow them me. Because you, you have to log into Battle.net. So right. If it's it a Battle.net authentic game, it, would be a battle it does work for StarCraft 2. I know it does because I... I okay, so it's for yeah. all Blizzard games? Yeah, then, uh, then I officially don't give uh, uh, True. Dollars. It's a small piece of plastic smaller than a pack of gum with a button and an LCD screen. You press the button, you get a code on screen. That's all it is. There you go. Lee Hatcher says, the, if you log in from a new location, it requires the authenticator. If you log in from the same location, you have to re-auth after a week. The whole thing can be toggled to authorize every time. And he says the swiffing IP thing is 100% false. It's key loggers. There you go. Un- right, because the lead hacker is clearly a lead hacker, and he would know. Clearly. Uh, Archbishop Shrek says the authenticator works for all Blizzard games. Perfect. Then I okay. don't care. Spend the $5. Protect yourself. Use some common sense. I don't care. If any of you have been hacked, I apologize for my not caring at all. <laughs> Copy paid six fifty Canadian for hers, so I'm, I'm looking to see if it's there like was... like 10 cents. Yeah. I mean, in like real money. A quarter. Monopoly money. For it's some reason, I thought real. it was much more money when it first came out, and maybe it was. I, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong, so... Warner says, I, I now remember, apparently it was a raid in South Korea on Blizzard headquarters. The police were investigating them, uh, investigating them related to people wanting to return their D3 games because they can't get online. Because there's too many online at the moment. Uh, Article, or I don't really understand that. (laughs) So the South Koreans are so pissed they can't play Warcraft 3 and StarCraft, they raid the headquarters. Because there's too many people on Diablo 3. Blizzard Korean officer raided over Diablo 3 complaints. No shit. I was about to rip Warner a new asshole, but <laughs> I guess he's right. Uh, hang on. Let's go see this one. This is from ShackNews.com. Uh, Blizzard's Korean office raided over Diablo 3 complaints. The Diablo 3 experience has gradually gotten better after a rocky launch with Blizzard working diligently to fix in-game issues, stabilize servers, and improve the experience. But the company is in hot water in South Korea over those same issues because of its refund policy. Blizzard's sole offices were raided by Korean authorities this week because of complaints to the country's Fair Trade Commission that the company would not issue refunds to players unhappy with the game, according to the Korea Times. The FTC said it is investigating whether Blizzard was, quote, ill-prepared for the crush of players and looking into whether the company's no-return policy violates Korean law on electronic commerce and commercial contracts. I'm surprised they didn't sentence them to death after World of Warcraft's launch. A spokesman for the uh, FTC told the Times that it had received enough complaints from Diablo 3 players to launch an investigation. Blizzard Korea has doubled its servers and has promised to improve its services to avoid further problems. But it hasn't been enough to staunch the complaints and assuage disgruntled players. If the FTC finds that Blizzard violated the law, it could force the company to issue refunds to those requesting them. All of Blizzard's franchises, World of Warcraft, StarCraft, and Diablo, have a huge fan base in Korea, perhaps prompting the added government scrutiny. The highly anticipated sequel has sold incredibly well, and it's been a rather engrossing experience for this author. Diablo 3 declared the fastest-selling PC game ever. Wow. It sold 3.5 million copies within the first 24 hours, which supposedly makes it the fastest-selling PC game of all time. Uh, Apparently it's up to now, according to Blizzard, 6.3 million players. 
not including South Korea game rooms, where it's estimated to have a 39% share when they're not knifing each other because somebody lost their sword. Uh, that was a good story. Yeah, well, <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> several good stories were dying because they played, yeah. what, 38 hours straight up for StarCraft Two and then died? Yeah, and the guy uh, who shot the guy over It's actually illegal now in, in, in South Korea You if you're To carry a weapon young, in a no. game room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's always been illegal. They just disregarded that. But no, I, I believe if you're... If you're like under eighteen or whatever, you you can't be on the internet from like midnight to six a.m. or something. Oh wow! I know that's, to, isn't that the law in China too? Just just to curb that because people were dying from sitting all day doing nothing hmm. but playing friggin' Starcraft. Oh, this reminds me of the Grand Old Podcast. Um, Who is I, that? That's uh, uh, Sale. I did an interview with him, a three-hour interview over the weekend. Really, Damn. you know who that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he does this. This is his podcast, but he his podcast is about podcasts. And World of Warcraft, and he is okay. going through some of the more popular shows. And he did an interview with me for three hours. And I guess wow. it, I, when it goes up on his site, that's uh, was a grandoldpodcast dot com. Uh, when it goes up, I will let you guys know. Oh, that's for okay. I thought it was for the Worldcon bit. Like what the no, hell? No, 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 no. Why the hell would he be following me for the Worldcon bit? No, it, the, I don't think it's your Twitter. I think your email is. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. it's on the Emperor's Court Twitter. So. All right, I figure we'll do the stupid video game moment of the week, and then we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to do the uh, mailbag, and we have a couple more uh, articles to get to, that kind of thing. So let me get this set up here. Lulu, my dear, you need to get yourself a better connection. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments of oh. video game history. Grant, tell me you remember the board Land of yeah, that's, that, that's always the rub. That's the reason why. Uh... What? I, which one do you do? Is They're all pretty much the same. The left hand. Well, okay. See, all right. Yes, yes. <laughs> so does the rest of the Hitler Youth. Yes, you seen my friend that. Kyle? He's this high. They loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, here we go. You remember those troll dolls, the little ones with the crazy hair, all different colors? Well, the good folks at American Video Entertainment, those helmet-wearing mongoloids that brought you such classics. <laughs> they brought you such classics as Wally and the No Gang and the Nintendo game you smashed with a hammer and flushed down the toilet so you didn't have to live with the shame anymore. Went ahead and created an NES game based on them. Trolls on Treasure Island. The game consists of your naked troll standing in a room with different colored jewels and garbage cans scattered all over the floor. Then, when you hit a button, all scorching hell breaks loose. Your little naked keychain creature starts running as fast as it can, and it doesn't stop or slow down. It doesn't care what's in front of it. It still goes full speed with a grin on its face and two naked ass cheeks flapping behind (laughs) them. Not shown due to the graphical limitations of the Nintendo and ineptitude of the game's artists. And don't even try to settle it down by pushing buttons. It'll, I'll save you time by telling you that none of them make it stop. Finally, a Nintendo simulation of shoving your little brother down the stairs, complete with nudity. <laughs> Every room your troll enters starts off as a jewel-filled bank vault and then becomes a pen for insane, rampaging animals. Your troll runs back and forth, slamming into walls, doors, trash cans, anything else inanimate enough not to jump out of its way. You can suggest with your controller that it moves up or down, <laughs> but the control, but the troll is as likely to listen to you as it is to come to life, jump out of the TV, and lead you on amazing adventures that show you the magic of fucking believing in yourself. 
And if you press left or right on the controller, it's even less likely to work. Because there is no left or right in Trolls. In fact, if you try it, messages appear at the top that say things like, Please, no more, ouch, not that, no don't, or my favorite, hee hee. If you try to move left or right after the, after the troll ran uncontrollably into a monster, it gives you a new message. I'm dead. <laughs> Thanks, talking troll corpse. I was wondering why you weren't moving. I was also wondering how one little game over screen can make someone like me so delirious with joy. <laughs> the point of trolls on Treasure Island is to get the uncontrollable spaz aimed in the direction of one of the trash cans to turn itself into the color of that trash can. Then you press up or down and hope he listens to you enough to force his way through a blue door before its smiling face smashes blindly into the pink garbage can and turns it pink, the color of gay. <laughs> Your color is important since each door is color-coded to let you know what color or race of trolls can pass through. <laughs> this color coding is also used on drinking fountains and seat assignments on public troll buses because in this game, color apartheid is as important a theme as seizure sprinting which is, of course, similar to the Special Olympics event, Hardcore Seizure Sprinting. How good do you really need the graphics to be if you're going to make a game around keychains with hair? The fact that the graphics look like first-grade plaster sculptures that you ran over with your car is actually reassuring if you think about it. It lets us know that at least the art staff in this game said, you know what, fuck this. I'm not wasting my life on a game about trolls. Good. And apparently I forgot to add the tagline on the effort, so I'll just say, Trolls on Treasure Island for the NES. Another stupid moment in video game history. <laughs> uh, I like that one. There are a few that I don't. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the mailbag at the top of the hour. So get your questions, comments, opinions into the mailbag now. Emperor1G at Cox.net. A couple more uh, articles. Then we're going to wrap this thing up and be out of here at a relatively decent time. Since we normally stop at 9, we're probably going to stop about 9-ish. 30, 40, 50-ish. 10. Ish. Some- <laughs> uh. <laughs> your umpteen hour break from internet porn. All right, folks, we'll be back. Stop the music, stop it. Lulu is actually abandoning the show and leaving it. First, the bitch comes late to the show. Now, the bitch is leaving early. Shriggs, put her on the purge list. Uh It has been a while since we have anybody put on the purge list. I can think of no greater sin than to come late and leave early to the Emperor's Court, especially when you're expected to be here to lavish me with praise. Ladies, are you tired of getting peed on by your peon? Want to make your grunt grunt and pleasure? Then you need Musk of the Horde, a new perfume by Klein Calvin. Simply add a touch to your battle axe to get his attention. Ooh, be so horny. Add some to your neck to excite him. Mmm! And bathe in it to take him to the peak of ecstasy. We're about to climax! Get Musk of the Horde in Nordstrom's of Agrimar. Morning. 
This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here at The Emperor's Court uh, on VTW Productions for the final hour-ish of the show. <laughs> We've already been on the air for two hours and 47 minutes. And that includes the 21 minutes of music leading up to the show as we're waiting for everybody to arrive. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, though, is I've been playing a lot of uh, Heroes of Might Magic 5 over the last week. One of the things that happened when the Whopper went down, I tried playing Skyrim. I really did, and I got a headache. I it, I don't know why, but it's been so long since I played a first-person perspective game. Now you can, it's You can play a third-person. Yeah, you know what? I may have to do that. Because just, it was yeah, very a, difficult for me to try. There's just a button you press, and it just moves the camera back. Yeah, okay. Shit, I Which I, I hate, I but I may have to do it that way, only because I've gotten to the point now where I'm getting a headache when I was playing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm old. I'm, I'm playing a single player, a first person shooter, essentially. Right. And I'm getting a headache. It took like five minutes before I got used to it. I'm like, fuck this. So my dad is a big Heroes of Might and Magic fan. I knew he has got all the games, <clears throat> and I knew I was down to computer. So I gave him a call. I said, you know, which of these games do you have? I've never played them. But I, what I did not know, and I think they're the same company or perhaps they share a distributor, but I played a game called King's Bounty way back in the day for the Sega Genesis, which is essentially the same thing. And he's in the middle of playing Hero 6, so I said, well, can I borrow whichever one you got? He's like, well, I've got one through five. Which one do you want? I said, I'll play five. So that's what I'm engrossed in now. I was up till five in the morning last night playing through the fourth mission. Five in the morning. Five in the morning. I, well, I, after we got done playing Sins, I went to bed. I'm kind of laying it, looking at the ceiling like, oh, God, I can't sleep. I was pissed because we lost in a game we should have won. I was kicking ass and taking names until I got swarmed. We need to have practice sessions. We do. We need. Well, um, I, some yeah. people just need to learn to just need the finer points of the game because a lot of them are new. And that's well, to be expected. That's, that's the thing. I mean, they've only if you've only mm. played three or four, you don't know any better yet. Right. So I gut the pig next to me. I'm starting to gut the pig. I, I kill the guy on my left. I'm starting to kill the guy on my right. When the guy to my south comes up, I'm surrounded by enemies. So I'm fighting tooth and nail. They're feeding me as much resources as they can, but you know, as much resources as I have, you can only build so many ships. So eventually we go down and f- defeat. He got disconnected. So he mini-dumped out. So after I went to bed, I'm like, eh. But my... You know, blood was up because I was in a competitive mood. So I got up, came back downstairs, like, I don't know, one thirty in the morning, fired up the computer, and I picked up where I left off in Heroes of Might and Magic. So I started beating ass, and I kept on playing till 5 in the morning when I looked, and I see sunlight peeking through the basement windows. I'm like, oh, no, I hear nice. birds. So I crawled into bed and slept till 11 until I had to get up for noon mass. So I'm running on seven hours of sleep, six probably by the time I actually fell asleep. Look, I haven't done that in a long time. A long time. Now, I think Sinanos could tell the story better. <laughs> Fuck you, Scrub. <laughs> oh, Sinanos. <laughs> You're an ass. Anyways, so that's what I'm kind of engrossed in. And when I picked it up, I originally was looking for like a type of war game, like a, a 4X game, Expand, Exterminate, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I guess it does have that mode in the ex, one of the expansions because the game, the version it gave me, comes with both expansions. Um, but I, right now, I'm just playing through the missions, kind of getting the feel for it. And it's, 
a very large and detailed world. There's a lot going on. You could miss a lot. Yeah, look at him laugh like an idiot because he thought he was. Ah, ha, ha, you're clever. You're still a bald asshole in the ass end of nowhere and the world. It, I'm still sleeping in a bed. You're sleeping on a rock. Seen Anders. Fucking Seen Anders. Fucking Seen Anders. How dare he? <laughs> Talk about cooking playing a game. Who fucking cares? Go watch Epic Meal Time. You want to learn how to cook from gamers. The hell with this. Oh god. And he gets a CNN article. That is the travesty of the world, man. Not banning pop. It's that. Listeners. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. I did get my uh, my last BP card for my free free Indian tickets. I've done it twice now. Nice. Have you been following this? Do you know? Do you guys know about this? Yeah, you get enough gas. Yeah. You get a ticket right. Or something. Two free yeah. tickets. So, actually, I was one short, and I told the guy, "I'm like, look, I'm not going to fill up again before this thing expires. Can you just give me one?" It's like, yeah, here, <laughs> have five. <laughs> Great. Wow. Thank you. Wait, I'm done. So <laughs> go try. Yep. <laughs> so we got tickets for the twentieth, uh, June twentieth against the Reds. Are and we then still got... in second place, or did we get back into first? Uh, we might be in third. We lost again today. What? Yes. Oh man. Six to three. So, Chris Perez, tell me again why I should come out to the ballpark. I've been to two games this year. This year. Uh-huh. Didn't pay for any of the tickets. Nice. Got them, got them free. I'm going to two more games because I got the tickets. Technically, I paid for them because I bought gas, but I needed it anyways. They gave it to me for free. So, there you go. I'm not paying for any of these Indians games, but I'll go to them. Look at what I started. Epic derailment plus 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last chance to get your questions, comments, opinions in for the mailbag. I guess we'll do that now because we kind of have to, you know, wrap it up. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the oh, usual shit. death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. I you always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human I'm feces? If I'd known, I wouldn't even come. I would have been so bothered. I learned kanji in two oh. weeks. <laughs> Dear Emp, Kami, and Marine, who's always late for formation. <clears throat> for every formation. The soda ban is absolutely stupid. This is a great example of governments doing what they usually do, which is grab power, and lazy, stupid peasants who do what they usually do, which is beg the government to tell them what to do every moment of every day. They're worried about obesity and trying to combat it. If they're so goddamn worried about people's health, maybe they should have the entire city run a mandatory two-mile run every day, which would work, but would overstep their bounds, not that they give a damn, nor do the people give a damn to stop them. I had a massive argument on my Facebook about it with a guy who said it's a great thing and he's angry because something, something, corporate greed, something, something, healthy food is expensive. I can't feed my family, et cetera, et cetera. You can see the whole stupid argument on my Facebook if you want. In the end, it all boils down to personal accountability and responsibility, which people have none. And so the government is doing it for them. Very respectfully, yours, Scrub Puppy. I could not agree more. Uh, little Rex already sent in a sting. And again, I said that earlier in the show, I am encouraging my listeners to send in a sting. Simply say, you're listening to the Empress Court on Versa World Productions. Introduce yourself and then have some funny tagline. Ham it up. Uh, let's see. We already used Scrub Puppy's article for the FBI and the internets. The Green Lantern is now gay. Yes, I read about this. Hmm. The guy in the skin tight bodysuit is gay. Didn't see that coming. Uh, Detective Comics has decided to make Green Lantern one of the more popular heroes, a flaming homosexual. 
While they haven't given any particular reason for doing this other than just because, it has pissed off some fundamentalist religious groups and peoples, and that's good enough reason for me. But they didn't make uh, the fucking main one. Um, no, no. No, this yeah, is in the Earth 2. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the one that like, alternate like, reality. Kind of like when they killed off uh, Spider-Man. Right, no, but I mean, and, so nobody cares. Exactly. Or, Nobody. Well, well it's obviously, you know. Well, they're trying to be edgy. Liberty All University you have to cares. say is gay, and they're going to get fucking angry about it. Sure. So, uh, you know. Look, if they really wanted to show some balls, they would make the actual Green Lantern gay. Not in there. Oh, use the, the stupid excuse, well, it's an alternate reality. We rebooted the character. Right. Well, if you want to be so inclusive and everything, then make the actual one. Put your money where your mouth is. But they won't because they know exactly what's going to happen, people which is... People their minds? Yeah. People, Two penises! Ah! Well, it's not just that, but people don't want... I mean, look, the established fans of the Green Lantern don't like any kind of change. If you do True. anything... I mean, it's gay or otherwise, but... Dear Emperor, as I hope you're aware, the people who brought you Trackmania, the most competitive driving game ever, are currently working on a new game, Shoot Mania which aims to breathe some uh, life into the competitive FPS scene. They promise competitive modding availability for both maps and game modes so the community can mold it into the perfect esports theme uh, themselves. But there is a slight problem. The FPS community is filled with elitist bricks, myself included, to whom any game that is not Quake 3 or Counter-Strike 1.6, or I will interject Quake 1, is not even worth their attention, because it isn't. True. And thus instantly became... Uh, uh, it instantly came the nickname Shit Mania. Turning a blind eye to Shoot Mania's more interesting mechanics, mainstream appeal, mainstream appeal, and the fact that it's still in alpha stage. Well, then how can it have mainstream appeal if it's still in alpha stage? Holes in your argument. I love Lawyered. these ideas that they've got on a piece of paper. This is fantastic. Everybody will love this. Sorry. Not these people immediately dismissed it as shallow and boring. But again... On the flip side of that coin is how you can you dismiss it as shell and boring if it's in the fucking alpha stage? I, why the fuck can't we just have nice things? Sincerely, Onan. Onan, it's because this is the internet where nice things do not exist outside of this show. True. Hail glorious emperor, prince of the universe, Highlander, and drunken master Varyar. Here are a bunch of articles for you. Hopefully some of them will be useful for the show. Uh, we did the soft drink ones and we did the dumb criminals. Now, this is from Xanath, as always. Decent articles. Thank you, sir. Quickly, Emperor and crew, here's a placed a pre-E3 announcement stream from Nintendo today about the same time as your show. Might be a good first topic, especially since it's going to reveal more information about the Wii U. This is from Mr. Woodland. Um, Didn't you guys watch that? We did. I watched part. He watched more of it than I did, but I watched part. Uh, did it still look retarded? It did. It it's kind of strange because he was saying that they were the part that I saw looked like it was pretty much for casual gamers. Yes. Although he was saying that that was a part that Nintendo was specifically saying was for hardcore gamers. You know, when you had come in and you had just sit down when they were doing the guy who was talking to the dude sipping coffee about how he can't get past the zombie lord or whatever right, it was. Yeah. Prior to that, you had the president of Nintendo, whoever the hell the short little Japanese guy was with very bad English, saying, This perhaps you not expect. For hardcore gamer, watch this, and then you watch it, and it's basically this really bad acting of this hipster who can't kill this zombie lord. Of course, it's not a real game because this keeps going like a brief, brief flash, like a zombie. So then he types on his iPad slash slash Wii U controller because who wants to hold that fucking thing the whole time you're playing a game? That hey, I suck and can't figure out how to get past this guy, and he posted to some board on the, some Nintendo forum. So then his buddy calls and says, oh, but I know the answer. 
I can come show you, but he doesn't want his douchebag friend to come over. Again, in very poor, over-the-top acting. And instead says, no, somebody replied to me on the forums telling me how to get by whatever the zombie thing is. And it turns out to be some, like, 70-year-old guy. Like, like, like a grandpa. Yeah. So... <clears throat> So basically, it, it, it showed off like social networking aspect of it. Yes. You have like your pad, and then you just type in on the pad, and then you can read the stuff on the pad. And also show how you can turn it into like a, uh, a Game Boy when the TV, even when the TV is occupied, you can still play a game of a more basic nature. And then you have, it looks like a Game Boy, kind of like an iPad. You can play on the controller like Othello was showing Othello. You can play that or uh, an old school Mario game, I guess. Then they show that they actually my have... My phone a, does better games than that. Uh, my phone plays like Chrono it. Trigger. I've played it on my phone. Nice. Yes. Um, they also showed an actual legitimate controller for the more hardcore gamer for more intimate, intimate games. Does and it it's still have actual, the nunchuck? Because then it's No, no, no. It's actual no, controller, it's, like an old school controller. Oh, except okay. that they have the buttons down here, like the, the uh, uh, quad pad, and then they have the analog sticks above them. That seems very counterintuitive to Why? me. But... I don't yeah, know. Okay, whatever. So... Look, I, I was not impressed with anything I saw. No offense to the president of Nintendo. I, I, look, the Wii U just isn't for me. You know, I... I, 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 I your stupid foreign accent. Haha, no offense, <laughs> dick. Okay, fine. Offense made. Take it, <laughs> shitbag. It's fucking Nintendo. I, I, again, I was disappointed with what I saw. Emp Mushroom Ton 10. Okay. Because people who beat up on Christians do it because they're easy targets. That's because we don't fight back anymore. We used to. We used to burn people at the stake. We used to launch fucking crusades anytime someone said something bad about us. But not anymore. No. We're the kinder, gentler church where we just sit there and molest kids and take it. <sighs> uh, I'm going to keep molesting my mouth shut. kids, take it joke. Yep. I ran straight through my head. I miss the days of knights and swords and burning people and heretics at the stake. And molesting Islander. foreign kids on crusades. That's where it was at. Really, it's brown people. Mm, That's really what true. it down to. They true. started it. They were brown first. Look, <laughs> they fucking attacked the Byzantines. Look, the Byzantines didn't go looking for trouble. They came after them. What were they supposed to do? Help us, our European Christian brothers. The brown people are at the gates. So yes, we went and helped them out. But Kill the brown didn't people! Didn't the Romans... Go in there and kill the brown people first? No, those they were Greeks. Were people have been brown people so the Romans were, I'm sorry, right. the Romans yes. were always there. I'm sorry, what was I thinking? Right, because the Persians, you know, they didn't invade anybody ever. No. Any one of their... The Babylonians. The white man has been killing the brown Syrians. prehistory, all right? Don't try and overanalyze it. As everyone knows, Empress Court has a particularly high count of Scandinavian listeners for an American show. As part of a pointless but fun initiative for the show to better relate to that sector, I present the useful Swedish phrases below. Not as native text, but in the form of easily pronounceable English phonetics. Simply saying the words on the easily pronounceable English, I'm sorry, uh, simply saying the words on the left, as an English speaker would, will result in identifiable Swedish that was the meaning of the words on the right. Heart, okay. Heart a day means hello to you. Heart a knee. Hello to all. Oh, I see. Dom Yavel. You're welcome. Store a kukar. That is correct. Feet ah. My apologies. Fan e hell vetter. The pleasure is mine. Tresk. 
I'm not even about to try. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Thanks, Muchly. <clears throat> I am still trying to conjure English syllables for Norwegian, but using that to mimic the language of Viking barbarians is taking longer than I thought it would. From the lead hexer. The lead hexer, if you send us <laughs> swear words translated, I would be much more interested, and I and we'll promise to use, use them. Yeah. Hail Glorious Emperor and its assorted co-hosts. I recently purchased Killing Floor on Steam, and it gave me two free, tr- free trials of the game. I have given one to a friend of mine who has always liked the look of the game. However, I would like to give the second one to one of you guys. So you can try out the game if you haven't or uh, are ready, or if, if you haven't or ready, I think it meant already, or if you wish to play it again, I will await your response from the Pork Swordsman. P.S. You and Voyar have added me on Steam. Nice. Dude, I, I this I week have, I added a lot. I of had like twelve on Steam. last week. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I had like ten or twelve. Or no I don't add people on twelve Steam. week. Well, I never talked to them. It just looks like I have a lot of friends, kind of like Facebook. I know a lot of people. I've never met. I you. got like, <laughs> yeah, I got like twelve invites in like a day and a half, yeah. and I just accepted them all, assuming they're show people. So there you go. I have started to like Stellar Impact a little more that uh, Warner gave me. Speaking of giving me trials for stuff uh, since he bought me the game, I, I've actually started to to get a little more into it. It's now interesting because y- you originally didn't like it. I did, and you said the same thing about Heroes of Might and Magic when we talked when I came up to work on the computer. Yes, when I worked on the Whopper, you said you hated it, and now you like it. I played the five mornings. I'm trying to complete it. I, I'm not overly fond of the game. Okay, um, okay. I'm told that that Heroes Four was much better. Five was pretty mediocre. Okay, I went and looked at the reviews, so maybe that's my problem, but. It's enough of a challenge for me to want to complete it. The storyline is shit. The voice acting is horrible. The music is terrible. But it's a game. It's a game style that I can at least somewhat enjoy. So I, I'm not fond of it, but it's not you know I'll complete gotcha. the rest of my time. Okay. Stellar Impact. It's a format of game that I'm never really going to embrace because I just don't like the Dota type of style, which is you have your one little character running around fighting all the other characters. There's a lot of bullshit out there. There's a lot of guys who are way overpowered and way leveled because I am not. But Luckily for me, many of them are stupid. So if you have a little bit of intelligence and you can trap them, you can get some kills. So at least if you're playing with a bunch of players that know what they're doing, eh, then it's not the complete, you know, shithole that I thought it was. Archbishop Shriggs, CNNers is Swedish. Fucking Swedes! Who gets a CNN account? An article! He gets interviewed! For what? Oh, I talk about cooking while doing commentary. Who? Oh, so What? How is that entertaining to anybody uh, at all? It's more entertaining than you. No, it's not. Zing. <laughs> no, I tell you what happened. The Score, fucker knows somebody at CNN. Line. No, burn, he knows bro. somebody at CNN. That's how it is. His mother works there, Scoreboard. or his father's the janitor, and it was Scoreboard. a very, very slow. Has news nothing thing. to do with those five hundred thousand subscribers or anything. Nothing who had the article? <laughs> who had the interview on MTV.com? Not CNNers. This guy. How long Fuck ago him. was that? How long ago was that? Yeah. And it wasn't even three or four years ago. Yeah. Scoreboard, dude. Yeah, scoreboard. Sorry. Have you had any shows after 5, 5 15, 12? There have been no podcast updates, and I've been busy. Uh, sorry, XD. Um, actually, there have been, but No Wise has been out of town. He's back online, and he should have up, uh, updated it. Why did I think you were reaching for my phone? He should have updated it actually tonight after his show. Stop it. <laughs> I hail Emperor and various ladies. <laughs> About a month ago, an ISP called IINet in Australia won a high court case against an organization called AFACT, the Australian Federation Against Copyright. That's if, okay. The basis of the lawsuit was that because the ISP didn't monitor police and terminate, uh, didn't monitor police and terminate customers 
who used torrent sites or illegally downloaded material that they were responsible for the theft. The case was soundly defeated at every level of appeal, resulting in AFAC spending $20 million in court costs and not an ounce of piracy being addressed or prevented. The CEO of IINet, during a press release, addressed a number of points that he believes would help curve at least some piracy. One of the point, one point he's uh, mentioned that while they don't condone piracy, that more discussion was needed about making content more readily available. He mentioned that various studios would hold with withhold content from availability to certain regions for various reasons. One example was the Game of Thrones season two. Despite the fact that it had started in the U.S., episodes were not available in Australia through iTunes. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 2 isn't available anywhere on iTunes yet. Right. They wait until after the season's over. Speaking of which, I believe uh, I should be getting my copy of that since tonight was the season finale of Season 2. Mm-hmm. So I should be getting both seasons this week. Nice. Uh, let's see. Because of licensing deal with a pay TV company here in Australia. I wasn't sure what he means, so I went out and he had a look for myself. Sure enough, it wasn't available on, a, on the Australian iTunes. I started finding more examples. Being a Transformers fan, I learned of a game called War for Tri- Cybertron and wondered why I had never heard of it on Steam or game stores. I looked on Steam. It said it was not available for our region. I couldn't even get a trailer from Steam. It also wasn't available in my local game store as well for PC. More examples started to pop up, delayed releases for various DVD titles, etc., and the list goes on. Long story short is that if the market uh, were... <clears throat> is that in a market where consumers' uh, demand is starting to shift... God, sorry, KVR, but your your English is... uh, Your typing skills need some work. Let's start that again. Okay. Actually, I don't... Long story short is that in a market where consumer demand is starting to shift to online markets, what possible reason is there to delay uh, releases? If I want War on Cybertron on PC, I have to go to Pirate Bay or some torrent site and get a substandard game rather than willingly pay actual money for it. If I want Season 2 for Game of Thrones, I have to either wait till the pay TV company has released it, or again, pirate it from a torrent site. I don't like pirating. I have no issues buying content I want uh, to use, but companies seem to be shooting themselves in the foot withholding content. Love your work, guys. Any thoughts? Uh, for the most part, I actually completely agree. I do, too. I see no point, and this is, if anything, it's just pushing with the arms of piracy. Yeah. If they want something now, it's, you know... I mean, I, I, I get, I, to an extent, I get Game of Thrones um, because the whole point of HBO is they're making exclusive content for them. They want you to buy <laughs> HBO right. to get it. Yeah. Um, instead, you know, they'd rather have your $15 a month than have you pay 40 bucks once. You know, obviously, that's what they're looking for um, because, well, their success is getting you to pay for HBO every month has right. to pay for the failures, too. Sure, sure. Um, so I sort of get that one, although just so you know, it's not available anywhere yet on iTunes, so it's not just you. But the other ones, I completely agree. I, I don't understand regional blackouts. I don't understand delays. I don't understand why things come out one place and not another. There might be some legal shenanery that the chicanery that goes along with that we're just not familiar with because we're not, you know, Australian or or wherever. There may be to an extent, but do you think that accounts for all of the the delays and such? No. Uh, I think some of it's probably decisions. I don't know. Probably. I I don't know. I don't know. If it's just a decision, I I think I'm with him. Yeah. That's all I got. This article is over a month old, but you you haven't ever discussed it on the show before, and I thought it was so funny that you should discuss it. Anyways, Arizona wishes to make trolling on the internet illegal. I wrote about that. Yeah, we actually have talked about this. Actually, they're trying it at the federal level now. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to make it, I think it's a Democrat, some other guy whose name I don't remember, wants to make it illegal to... uh, No, no, no. I'm sorry. They wanted to make it so that you have to post... 
on any forums of any kind with your actual name. Right. I saw that. Right. So your first and last name would post would be tied to your account no matter where you go on any kind of forum. Hmm. And that way you would be more responsible for the stuff you post on the internets. Good luck. Dear Amp, is there going to be any sins going down tonight and how do I get on? That's well, Ben Stiff, you joined us last night. Uh, that's uh, that's right. That's from Mechahawk. That got fixed. If nothing else, this will probably lead to some good laughs. Kotaku, nine nerd belongings that freak Japanese ladies out. All right, I'm in. We'll go that one next. Thank you, uh, JD. Let's see. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. That's me. Have we blown through all of them already? I Thought. believe you have. Uh, yeah, I think you did. Da, 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 da. Oh, this is this is the last one. Uh, the event. This is the A level test. Remember last night we were giving the pork swordsman last uh, couple weeks because he's saying he was taking his A levels. We didn't know what the hell he's talking oh, about. Oh, okay. They're the advanced placement exams. Uh, this is the equivalent for uh, America uh, in the high schools. So you take an AP test. So, okay. Got it. Got it. By the way, waste of my fucking time was taking AP U.S. history. Waste of my time. All my AP classes were a waste of my time. The, so was my honors physics. God, I hated that class. Oh, that, that was such a bad idea. Just a horrible idea. And that All right, can, I'll bite. Why? It was... You didn't get the college credit for it? Oh, no, I did, uh-huh. but... You know, That's the only reason to take AP classes. I understand. However, I got the credit for it, but neither Cleveland State nor Baldwin Wallace accepted it. Oh, uh, okay. Which are the colleges I went to. So they said, yeah, no. So it cost me an extra 80 bucks. It was very, very writing intensive. So if anything, I did learn to write at a professional level, I, you know, quote unquote, at a college level, which was, I suppose if there's any benefit, that was what it, it was. But by and large, it was a, a shit class. Honors physics was a waste of my goddamn time. For me, a person who absolutely hates math, that was a bad idea. I I struggled through that all year, and I, I never got better than a B. All four semesters got a B, and I busted my ass for that B. Now, it was equivalent to everybody else's A, but still, had I taken the regular physics, I could have slept through class, gotten an A like everybody else. And I've gotten, I, I took nothing away from that class. Not a bit. All right, who wants this one from Kotaku.com? All right, I'll take it. <laughs> You're like, uh, pointing over there. All right. All right, from Kotaku.com. Nine nerd belongings that freak Japanese ladies out. If you're a nerd, be proud. But also beware that some people in Japan might not be totally cool with your otaku, or geek, lifestyle. Even fellow geeks. There are otaku belongings, let's call them lifestyle products, that make some recoil. Everyone has his or her own boundaries. Blah, blah, blah. Go down. I'm just... All right. Here are the, here are the items. Hug pillows with... What is that word? Moe. Moe <clears throat> characters on them. It's basically like pedophilia. Fantastic. Okay. Well, yeah. Female cosplay costumes. Even those polled that cosplayed weren't exactly thrilled about dudes owning female cosplay outfits. The question becomes whom the costume is for. Is it for girls? Is it for the man who owns it? So many questions. Moe anime posters, so more pedophilia. Pretty much. Some don't like their significant other gazing up at anime characters. Idol badges. The feeling is that if one has idol goods like badges pinned on their shirt, then the idol is more important than their companion. Collectible female figures that show off panties. (laughs) As popular as this plastic fan service is, some simply do not like girly figurines and find them embarrassing. 
especially when they have people visiting and have to hide the figurines beforehand. The next item is known as Itasha. Itasha are those anime decal-covered cars. Some might not like the looks from fellow motorists, and it might even be necessary to rent a car if a weekend drive in your partner's Moimobile bothers you so. Other things that go the no-go were anime character key holders, oh, come on, anime character wigs, who wears it, Copy. and large amounts of plush toys. They do collect dust. Look, whomever you are with, or I'm sorry, look, whomever you are with should like you for whom you are. It doesn't matter if you are a geek, if they are a geek, or if they can't get past the small stuff. They won't be able to handle the big stuff when times are tough or just plain geeky. And this is the why, this is the reason that nobody in Japan is having sex. Mm. I, man, it, maybe it's just my perspective is warped. Highlander, and, and you're from, more familiar with the Japanese culture, I think, than, than I am, but everything I read just tells me that this place is sinking fast. These it's are a different strange culture. people. It's a different culture. I mean, that's where those pictures come, you know, the captioned ones and the demotivator style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Japan, yeah. home of 72% of the world's weird shit or exactly. whatever number they've got on there. Yeah. And it's always some little girl shaking hands with some tentacle monster that you know is about to rape her. Godzilla coming through the you know, Tokyo Bay again for the 23rd movie. <laughs> I mean, time. God, my dad dated a woman who had 300 Barbies for a collection. Really? I have no clue why he dated wow. her. Maybe he liked Barbies. You ever think of that? Hmm. All right, then. Okay. Good talk, guys. We're setting up Baron's right. bachelor party here, apparently. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Did he find uh, someone to bartend for him? I apologize. I, I couldn't do it, so. Uh, Yeah, a buddy of mine at work, I think, is going to do it. Okay. So. Good, good. So who's getting the stripper? Uh, there's not going to be one. See, the problem with Baron is it's, it's very hard to come up with something that he actually enjoys doing. Yeah. That's so ironic because we have the uh, same yeah, problem I know, with I know. you. That, yeah, so it, yeah. Naked girl. But I'm thinking more along the lines no. of... For him? Please, come on. Naked guy? Fuck <laughs> 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 off. Uh, uh, we went laser tagging. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's not yeah. bad. Well, it was... Kind of strange. Yeah. We were probably older by half than everyone else there. That was eh. I don't know why we didn't go paintballing, which was would have be been sweet. my... Well, we had to come up with something that day because he called me that day and was like, I can't think Well, that's my point is that the fucking Baron knew this months in advance, months in advance and didn't do a shit until like, uh, what, like three weeks before the wedding or something like that? The day of. Bastard. He said, I can't think of anything. Yeah. So. Wow. (laughs) Prior planning. Yeah. No kidding. Piss piss poor poor performance. performance. So what I'm thinking, uh, actually, because I had suggested uh, paintball. Take a laser tag and get back. I would have actually my, my suggestion if we had time was uh, skydiving. I would have got you in a plane and kicked you out of it. Yeah, yeah. would have been amazing. Would have been, would have been the fight of your life. <laughs> the fight of your That's life. the whole point of doing. You don't take a guy who's scared of heights skydiving. Not to mention, you'd like to see explore for the that bachelor pad. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, looks like we're gonna go to the Indians game, followed by uh, some time at the casino the night before the wedding. I so. hear that casino is like it's it's blown up. Yeah, it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, my aunt's lines are going. Lines are going all the way around there and everything. I, I want to try the. Uh, I want to try the buffet there. I hear the buffet's really good. It's like thirteen bucks for like a huge, all you can eat everything. Hmm. They have like everything there, but it's. Yeah, you know, I don't want to wait an hour to get in. And that's what it is right eat. now. So I'm, I'm not been told go if you go through the, the Tower City exit, you wait like five minutes. Everybody's waiting on the outside. I so. See. Hmm. Yeah, I picked up Mystic Mim from the uh, bus stop over by the casino right across the parking lot. Mm-hmm. At 12.30 in the morning on Tuesday night this past week, Cleveland is not a good place to be at 12.30 at night. 
And I was in front of the Exo Steakhouse, and I was still, you know... Nervous? Had a bat, no lie, sitting... It was a shorter bat, so I could, you know, one-hand it right next to me on the uh, passenger seat. It's a strange place. All right. Uh... I got to tell you, I don't even give a fuck about this. I don't care. Neither do I. Not at all. I don't give a shit about Bungie. I don't give a shit about Halo. I never have, and I never will. They're currently developing four sci-fantasy action shooter games. Codenamed every other game they always make. Okay, got it. Codenamed Destiny. Codenamed Halo meets Mass Effect. And four downloadable, downloadable expansions known as Comet, which will be released in the fall of 2014, 16, 18, and 20. Yeah, I don't care. It looks exactly they, uh, like Halo. The interesting thing there, the uh, contract for the the first Destiny game will be available on 360 as well as the next successor console platform released by Microsoft, which the contract refers to as Xbox 720. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of the what everybody is familiar with calling right. it on the Internet. So it's interesting. It says a PC release is also mentioned. Now, I would love to see the Halo fags go online on against PC gamers and see how they fare. I think they're in for a very rude awakening. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the same with the Call of Duty people and the Medal of Honors and, you know, all these other ass licks who play console first-person shooters and believe that they are God's gift. You are not. Yeah, PC, I mean, keyboard and mouse is just, it's more intuitive, it's more effective. You're always going to be It's more able precise, to, yeah. it's faster. Yeah. No, of course. PC gamer versus console gamer isn't even fair. That one looks awesome. Yeah. That kind of looked like a murder, death, kill. Or No, 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 no. no. It's Marathon. It's Marathon. Marathon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's a great game. Well, it says uh, in the store, in the story, part of their contract says that Bungie will be allowed to devote, quote, no more than 5% of its staff to a new version of Marathon. Yeah. So. So then why bother? Yeah. 5% of your staff... Cool, it'll be out in 2030. Be like Daikatana. It's the greatest game since t- <laughs> 2008. Yeah, so, all right. I don't care. So, we're just going to screw it up. So, all right, we have no quickening, so let's just wrap this thing up. It feels wrong. It, it does. does feel wrong. It does. Yeah. Insult somebody just to make, so, make fun of a race. I don't, I don't like this. All right, there we go. <laughs> Reach for the low hanging fruit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is what they do, I hear. <laughs> Well played. Thank you. My apologies to Western Digital. <laughs> you were still <laughs> Almost made it. Ah. <laughs> what did we learn? That Western Digital will never sponsor us. Uh, we learned that some idiot kids or whoever, two what, two guys, a, li- a chick and a girl or whatever, broke in and stole a bunch of concessions One from man, a Little League stand. One man, two women, and a girl. Thank you. And got caught because they left a trail of rappers. Learned about Diablo 3 hacking and how and paid capitalism now, apparently, because he doesn't want to pay for an activator or an authenticator or whatever the fuck it is. No, I believe in, in, in responsible capitalism. Selling uh, a product. Uh, yes. Selling uh, a whatever. product. It's, it's, it's every time I hear that, I was like, responsible. But yes. I think you and I would responsible capitalism. I find it interesting that the communist is on my side on this one and you're over there being. If he has a chance to go against me, he'll take it, even if it's allied with you. What else did we learn? <clears throat> I don't uh, remember. Nine There's things nine, the yeah. Japanese chicks hate, hate about their nerdy. About the 
thing. Bungie's making games none of us give a shit about. We uh, learned about XCOM UFO Defense, oh, the yes. new, the remake, the reboot of the franchise. Actually, on the break, I watched a uh, YouTube video. Okay. Uh, just, you know, because I was interested. Of in that, that or the first person shooter thing? Because I thought that is going to be pushed yeah. back to next year. Of uh, No, of Enemy Unknown. Of the, the okay, yeah, yeah, turn-based right. one, the remake. Looks awesome, so I'll be following that a little more closely now. Scrub Puppy. Barbie's what every, every woman should strive to be. Pretty and fake. <laughs> We gotta get this guy in the fourth chair sometime. If you ever find your way up into Cleveland, buddy, let me know. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, hang on, what else we learned? We had a bunch of articles we went through. Uh, we learned that New York City is outlawing anything over 16 ounce pop. Mayor Bloomberg's still an animal. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Uh, we learned. Damn it, lost it. It'll come back, don't worry. Uh, well, then he didn't learn it then, did you? <laughs> not really, not very well, no. We learned stuff, you know. Oh, I uh, learned about a stupid troll game that sucks balls and yeah. naked ass cheeks and running around. The trolls. You know, yeah, they've been around since the 60s. Really? Really? Yeah. The well, troll ball guys? Troll ball guys. Like, like every 10 years, it seems to kind of flare back up. It explains a lot. Weird. Uh, oh, we did learn about... That was just there, and then it flew right off my mind. God damn it. No, no, no. The uh, Diablo 3 being called the Big Pineapple in China. Dodge failed. Oh, we did learn about uh, the North the South Koreans raiding the Blizzard. Uh, oh, yeah, Blizzard South Koreans. What the hell is... So what, they're calling the game the Big Pineapple? Vendors on one of China's largest e-commerce platforms are resorting to calling the hit PC game Diablo 3 Big Pineapple, which sounds similar in Mandarin Chinese. Diablo waited- 3 and Big Pineapple sound similar? In Mandarin, I guess, as a way to dodge the site's censors. The site has banned the sale of the overseas product pending a review from government authorities. U.S. developer Blizzard launched Diablo 3 earlier in the month, bringing its highly anticipated game, yada, yada, yada. Launch was stopped short of coming to China, which requires imported games to be cleared by the government's Ministry of Culture. The review can take months, probably because they want, you know, Diablo to be foreign devil. It's probably going to take the face of President Obama. You were foreign devil! Well, your boy took some hits this week. Yeah, he, he's had a rough month. Yeah, kind of. Rough the, couple months. With yeah. the uh, sale of the job report coming out. Yeah, 69000 That's Yeah, well, of course, the problem is that uh, all those jobs that are being lost are public sector jobs. Private sector jobs have been replaced. Public sector jobs. of Republicans might be. Story for another person. I believe the public sector really? jobs need to be lost. But on the other That's hand, we need to the replace them with private sector jobs. But anyway. the problem is perhaps that not hiring. That's the issue. True. And that's where the majority of your hiring needs to be. Indeed. Regardless of the point, it doesn't matter what side you're on, it's bad news for us. As you saw what happened to the, the uh, Dow lost 6% of the value this month. All the gains of 2012 Gone. Wiped out. Gone. And now we're even dipping into 2011 type level. So it's just... Ugly. None of it's good. Ugly. And what's going on in Europe... China had a bad because we're not buying, and China sells to us primarily, so their economy looks like shit. Europe's on the brink again. Greece is going to exit. Spain's going to collapse. Nah, Italy's they're, gonna they're not going to. They're not going to. You don't. You don't think so? They need no. to. Oh no, they I think they're, they're not going to. If 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 Greece exits the euro, it would it would cause such a chain reaction of events. The eurozone needs to either dissolve or be destroyed. It was a make. It was a mistake in the first place. It's a mistake now. It's no. a horrible, horrible idea to tie wildly different economies together and force them to conform to regulations from one central location. 
and as they're now shown, because you have some co- some countries you can't who kept their shit together, like Germany, right? And then you have people like Ireland and and Greece who just well, and, didn't. and in Portugal and Spain, like this, Italy, you know, basically Germany and Greece and all of them, and Spain and Italy and all the eurozone countries have the same monetary and fiscal policy, all set by Brussels. That's one of the conditions of being in the euro. But Greece is having a shit ton of problems, and Germany's doing okay. They should be able to change their policies to reflect their situation or circumstances, but they can't. It all comes down to Brussels. Mistake. At least that's my argument. Not to mention, when you tell, you tell a country, we'll give you a bailout, but you have to do what we tell you, well, there goes your sovereignty, and a lot of them don't want to do it. Like France, like Ireland, like Greece, who doesn't want to do the austerity. Yeah, but on the other hand, if you're going to shovel money into their economy... No, no, I, you know, I understand. I'm just saying... That's the problem. That's the problem, too. Anyways, you can't have it both ways. Right. We'll give you the money, but you gotta you got to cut back. Well, we don't want to cut back. Give us some money anyways. Well, then, well, fuck no you. Money. Yeah. That's the problem. They want some guarantees. And you're right, Highlander. If Greece does exit, for one, it's a horrible precedent, which means that you can't do your shit with somebody to kick you out. Exactly. But I would not be surprised if that's where it goes. Because, I mean, the INF and everybody else isn't going to keep shoving money down a shithole, which is what Greece's economy is. Well, German, it's not going to come out of it. German officials are already on the record multiple times at this point saying, you know what, we're fucking tired of this. We're tired of being the ones to bail people out and then getting screwed. We're tired of getting knifed in the yeah. back. We're tired of being expected they're, to prop they're up They're in the position we are. I'm tired of bailing everybody else out there, especially when we've got our own problems. Yeah. I can see that. Hell, I can see Germany exiting and saying, fuck it all. We're going on our own. We're doing fine. Go back to the Deutschmark. The hell with the, with the Euro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. you're right, Highlander. It would be bad, yeah. and it'll be catastrophic That's in the short term. But in the long term, I, I they think they have need a choice. to do it. I think so. they need to go back to individual currencies and their own individual economies. Germany only exists because of two reasons. One is candy and soda imports to Denmark, and two, we need someone to bash in the South, except for Greece. The euro did become more valuable than the dollar in the U.S. Yeah, right now it's almost approaching parity. So how's that? You know, how's that working out for you? It's like a what's up, a buck eighteen now. Plus, again, the idea is fine during positive times. It works not as well as it could, but it works. But as soon as things go south, different economies need to take different measures. Plus, people in Germany are tired of being expected to prop up other people who, in their opinion, aren't doing what they need to. Anyways, not true. Scroll Hubby says we should let Germany take over Europe again. No, because then eventually we have to fight them. Better let the French take them over. That way we can just kick them around if we need them. Plus, you know, it's going to wipe out the population to try it. I mean, really, who in Europe is a military power? Think about it. Nobody. Germany's the strongest, but nobody. Uh, I don't even think you can say Germany, because they've got a limit. They've got the same kind of uh, treat that we got with Japan. They can't do it. They've got they got a limit. They can't have a standing military over a certain size and a certain time. No, I thought we got rid of that. That's what I, yeah. Yeah, we, sure? yeah, yeah, we got rid of the, That was part of the Marshall Plan, but yeah. We're just back together. Right, they got rid of that. Plus, I don't really, it doesn't really matter anyway. Not at all. I'll look after the show, but. All right, folks. Uh, that's pretty much everything. The longest, think. most rambling post game. Yeah, ever. I was like. But a good one. <laughs> I was just, I don't want to go home. Oh, I'm just that tired. Gotta go learn Japanese. Yeah, still. I've got stuff. Just watch anime and, like, it's original. Oh, I've, I have been. Are you kidding? I've, I downloaded a uh, free program that you can uh, watch Japanese television. Lots. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've been kind of doing that a lot. Any any excuses? Any millisecond I have. Yeah, you look like a bigger me. asshole than you do now. Nope, don't think I could. Anyways, and this is without the beer, I might add. No, uh, yeah, if you look like a bigger asshole, you'd have a cap on perfectly 
black and blue. I hate that. Oh, oh it's I, pissing I, me I can't off. handle that. Far. It would be I like a New York Yankees hat, but it would be like green. slightly to the side. It would be slightly yes. to the side. It, it, it would be side. completely wrong color. Right. I went to a ball game. I hate those people. Three weeks ago, I went to a ball game with Lulu. I swear to God, because that's like, she wouldn't shut up about the hole. And she was right. I thought she was going to like climb over the seat in front of us and smack the two guys because they had. Flat brim. One was a Yankee cap. So one was a Dodgers cap. One, I mean, to the side and like tilted. Like the worst. It, it, you want to make it even worse. Wrong colors. Flat brim. And they leave those holographic trade yes, stickers the, on. Yes, the tag. Oh my god, I want to kick you in I the fucking mouth. I don't get it. Mouth. And get the price tag. I know you paid thirty bucks for the hat. You still look like an asshole. Or you paid a hundred bucks for a hat and you look like even more of an asshole. You fucking douchebag. I want to kick you in the goddamn throat. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. I want to thank Nowise for putting up our podcast, potentially. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. While we still have them, Audio Audible Books and Typhrag Ventrilo Servers. We at Planet Pillar Guard use them, as well as those of ETW. I highly encourage you that if you decide you need to speak to somebody on the internet, you use Typhrag Ventrilo Servers. Let's see. Uh... I thought you were mocking. No, no. I'm jamming to the music. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. Uh, I think this is the longest posting we've ever had. Yeah, well, getting there. We've done geopolitics before where it took an extra, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Like your, like your drunken rambling about how the U.S. and China are going to invade each other in the back. I World don't recall that. You don't recall that? Not really. You I went mean, off on out. That was pretty I, good. I have yeah, like, really look, it's coming, all right? <laughs> fucking Chinese. <laughs> fucking owning everything. We're going to have to invade India and I make them our, happen. our I don't generator of economy. Of like, what the hell are you talking about? Nice. What if it was a cheese hat, Em? Then you're a Packer fan, in case you're loose by default. We miss Brett Favre! Yeah. Anyhow. Oh, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl ring? Whatever. We have, we have no business. They're still in fucking Green Bay, like all 50,000 of them. So the hell with that. And they have an NFL team. And that's yeah, all they've got. Which is a very that's good it. NFL team. And no future to look, to look forward to whatsoever of any kind. For their populace or for their city. Oh, Moving on. <laughs> there goes our Green I'm, Bay Philly. <laughs> how many rings do they have? How many do we have? Uh, we have Storm six. Point. Uh, Super Bowl. That's what nobody gives oh, a shit right. about stuff that was alive when fucking Eisenhower was alive. Give a shit about those things. Oh, by okay, well then by that logic, fuck the Yankees. Twenty-five championships. Most of them came before nineteen fifty. The hell with them. Well, for most of them, yeah, I'd agree. Recent ones. <laughs> <laughs> for most of them, it gives a shit. Babe Ruth, who? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Chicago Cubs, twenty nineteen. What? Just some fat guy. Stick <laughs> to the liquor. Who cares? All right. He's old. Uh. Fucking dead. Some guy bought his uniform for four point five million at auction. Wow! Wow! What a waste of money. Yeah, for a Babe Ruth uniform. I mean, if you got the money, whatever. Uh, well, ah, screw it. Uh, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. Hurrah! He didn't say go guard. Say go guard because he didn't uh, pimp clan one g. Go to clan one g.net. Hold the clan go guard. I'll go help. guard. And now I can go home. So long, everybody. <laughs>